Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. You're listening to us talk craps. Yeah, hey, talking folks. bunch of talking heads. Man, I can't believe I lied on that song. It's crazy <laughs> out here. Hey, welcome to Graps a D. It's May 14th, 2022. It's Saturday. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday. As I tweeted this morning, I woke up, thought it was Friday. I jumped out of bed <laughs> like a madman. I was like, why do I oversleep? What happened to my alarms? And uh, I was running around my room trying to like put on pants. And I was about to yell at my kids like, hey, why'd y'all sleep in on, on Friday? Y'all still got school today. They're like, bro, leave me alone. I'm trying to eat I, my egos. It was like seconds away. I was about to wake them up out of bed. And my wife goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get the kids ready for school. She's like, it's Saturday. And I'm like, it's oh, it's Grapsity Day. It's it, not it's school like, day. It is, yeah. It's like this. This ain't a school morning, which is weird because it's not like my Friday wasn't a normal Friday. We did Friday shit. Like we stayed right. up, we watched movies, we did all that stuff that we do on Fridays. But for whatever reason, my brain just I watched Rampage. Like, what am I doing here? Right. I, I knew it was. And isn't uh, school's pretty close to being out for your kids, right? Yeah, they, we got uh, two weeks from yesterday is the last day of school. And then Ooh. they're done. Uh, 
But do they have summer them. camp? Do they have summer plans? I'm trying to keep them as busy as possible. Mm-hmm. I, like my son, he's gonna uh, he wants to do this basketball camp um, that he wasn't old enough for last year, so he's gonna do that this year. My daughter, she she's such a like academic. She like uh, there's this uh, program for like continuing education in the summer, and I'm like, you trying to go to summer school? And she's like, yeah. I'm like okay. If you want to, I'm like, I'm not taking you though. So you got to figure out the, (laughs) I'm like, you got to figure out how to bike it there, but otherwise, sure. So yeah, it's, uh, we're approaching the the weather though. The weather is like, it's, we're feeling it. It, It's feeling Mm -hmm. summertimey almost. It's hot, dude. I had to change my shirt. It's hot. I can't, I I hate it here already. It's over 80 here. It's it's hot here. If it's hot here, then you know, it's, it's, it's summer. Yes. But hey, folks, I'm Will Washington. You heard us all. You heard Philip Lindsay over here in the building. Um, quite a week, man. It's a lot of uh, news going on. Holy hell. What a week. Uh, I am glad this is an eventful week because this is one of those weeks where we really didn't have to, like, scrounge for stuff to talk about. Mm-mm. It's like it all just kind of fell and Like, there's going to be stuff that by the time the show's over, I'm like, oh, I forgot to talk about that because right. – so much stuff happened. There's going to be week. new stuff while we're doing the show. List. There's so much stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> and there goes Righteous Reg. It's me, your boy, Media Man, in the fucking building, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg, one-third of the Grab City Boys in the building. I had a great night last night at West Coast Pro Wrestling. I'm feeling really great. So, yeah, let's do this. William Yo. Washington, I want you to start off this show by talking <laughs> about what you talked about on Day after dynamite, Billy Washington, what he did with his little creator wrestler. Let us go. Let's go. Oh my God. Uh so Billy, and he's currently playing the game right now. He is so addicted to WWE 2K22. Remember just a few weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I don't even know if he can even play it. Yeah, no, uh, he didn't clean up his room. Like he yeah, wasn't nah, ready for he, it. Right. But the moment he got it, he has done nothing but play 2K22. So all this boy does all day long. Uh, he's halfway decent at it. And I say that because, like, I pick up a controller and I'm like, he's like, yeah, I want to play it. I'm like, okay. Uh, and he's like, no, I got you this time. And I'm like, okay. Nope. Like, dude, I've <laughs> and, been playing this game since way uh, before you were born. <laughs> like, like, nah, it's not going to happen. Like, go beat up on your sister, but you, you don't you don't want none of this. Uh, and he is not, he is not beating me yet. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's understand. just training. He's sweating in his room. Like, I gotta beat him. I gotta beat him. <laughs> like, nah, I, I got the mechanics of this down. Reversals, easy. Um, but anyway, so Billy, over the years, if you haven't heard this story on uh, on Day After Dynamite, it's a story. So he's heard me over the years talk about my, my disdain for Hogan. Um, enough to where... This boy went and unlocked Hulk Hogan in, in 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 2K, of course, if you haven't played 2K22, to unlock wrestlers. There's two ways to do it. Buy them or uh, the game wants one of two things. It wants your time or your money. Uh, so you can either buy them or uh, with each match you play, you also gain WWE 2K money in the game. And then uh, you can use that to buy and unlock wrestlers. So... One of two things. It's either you spend your actual money or you spend your time uh, that results in money. Once Either one of those things is good for uh, WWE 2K. So he he's unlocked like nearly everybody, but just recently he unlocked Hogan. 
And this boy has been picking every black wrestler on, in the book and just beating the shit out of Hogan. And it's like his favorite thing. <laughs> I've been thinking about this all week, just barely picking. The other He's day. Like, <laughs> and now the other day, though, Cruz's turn. Yeah, he was swerved the other day, though. And he uh, he didn't know because it's hard to explain to young kids who have only been watching wrestling. He's only eight years old, right? So like at most his wrestling memory is probably goes back like four or five years. And so it's hard to explain to him that a leg drop is a finisher. And so when Hogan hit the leg drop, yeah, (laughs) when Hogan hit the leg drop on him and I'm like saying in the back, I'm like, Billy, you're done. He's like, nah, he just hit a leg drop, whatever. And then one, two, <laughs> no, like, oh, he man, said, no, I got, no, I got this. This is a leg drop. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a leg drop. What are you talking about? And he gets pinned one, two, three, and he's like, wait, 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 wait. How did I get beat with a leg drop? And I was like, look, that that was a finisher back in the day. You sounded like me after WrestleMania nine. I was like, yo, what the hell happened here, dude? Like, how did Hogan win the championship? I thought this was Bret Hart's night. Yeah, no nope. matter about it, as you can see. I've never. Nah, I mean, I feel like that would make no sense to modern wrestling fans seeing Hogan. Uh, oh, and it was the same deal, too, where uh, because Hogan's like oddly overpowered in the game. So if you, of course he is. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so, of course, uh, Billy thought he was like really doing something like this kid does not know Hogan. Right. He don't know what's happening. So, like, you know, he starts throwing punches and Hogan starts hulking up. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you, Billy, <laughs> right? you he's like. <laughs> it's all punches at him and he's like wait why is this happening and uh he's like why is hogan just hulking up and i'm like and he, he, was like, up. he was like he was like what is he doing he's and i was like yeah he's uh this is what hulk hogan does uh and i was like he's about to beat your ass like this is, <laughs> you don't know you don't understand this, this is this is what goes down and this boy asked me during Hogan's entrance, he said, wait, wait, how can Hogan be a real American and be a racist? And I was like, because the music says I'm a real American. And I'm like. Then you're like, all real Americans are racist. Is what you said to me. Right. I said, this, Sorry, is Billy. You, like, this is where you'll learn what the real America is. Billy, <laughs> <laughs> as you see an American flag in here, I am a real American. Run, Billy, run. Don't stick around. Don't look back. Just run. No, nah, he was like going to town on him, and uh, I don't know. My Hogan wife wasn't was having like, that shit. Hogan don't care that <laughs> shit. He doesn't care. <laughs> she said, she was like, "Look, he's gonna be going around school like beating little white boys' asses. You have to like temper this kid." Straight up, like every little kid's not Hulk Hogan, you know? Yeah, I said, "Look, I understand that." Uh, I guess the way I've kind of told the story with him was look as far as that kid knows hogan turned in 96 bash at the beach and it's just been a downhill since there's yeah. never been a redemption for hogan it was just <laughs> that was it that was it no there's never been any redemption for him and like it, it's hard for me right because i grew up a hogan fan i was a huge hulk hogan fan i was i had hulk hogan tapes i had the 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 Rock and wrestling Saturday morning stuff. So like, Shame I was. Uh, so that that was the problem for me was that I was. He was forced exception- down our throats though. Yeah, but you, I was exceptionally hurt by Hogan. Like I love the NWO, right? I had a Hogan doll that would talk, and you squeeze it and it goes, "When you're in WO, you're in WO for life, brother." Mm-hmm. Uh, and you squeeze it again and say, "When you're in WO, you're in WO for life, dude." 
Um, and like those, it, like imagine by the way, Hogan going in the voice recording session. They're like, okay, say some catchphrases, and he just says the same thing, but just replaces brother with dude. That's one day, one word. <laughs> yeah. Did Did you ever go to Pasta Mania? Is that no? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I was like, trying to follow the theme of you being a Hogan fan. You wish, no, yeah. Like no, I mean, like when I was a little kid, you know, like WrestleMania, I understood WrestleMania to be the event where Hogan does That's Hogan show. Yeah. yeah, it was a Hogan show, right? Like, that was what I understood WrestleMania to be. And then right around the time I was starting to find Hogan lame, like, uh, he turns heel. And it, it was just, like, perfect for my childhood because right as I'm starting to turn 10 and starting to be more into bad guys, Hogan turns bad. Perfect timing. Loved Hogan, right? So, like, for me, that's why I was exceptionally hurt. Like, it's not just like a, oh, white guy says racist shit, right? It was like, Ooh. no, the guy I grew up on with like posters and action figures and all that other shit. Like my guy was like, that's what my guy thought of me was what I thought. Right. Like I'm not an eight foot tall basketball he wasn't player. Ta- when he was talking about Hulkamaniacs, he wasn't talking about black Hulkamaniacs. Right. <laughs> like I don't make $10 million. Like, yeah. you know, I, so when I heard that, like I was exceptionally hurt. It wasn't just like a, uh, fuck Hulk Hogan kind of thing. It was like fuck Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's where I'm at with Hogan. Like right. I I have nothing. Like all of a sudden, my whole childhood is like, you know what? I almost want to give back every vitamin I ever took and every prayer I ever nah, said man. because yep. <laughs> Suburban oh, Commando was always trash. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> no, that's I love that movie. Are you? See? <laughs> I love Suburban Commando. I loved uh, uh, No Holds Barred. Yeah. Mr. Nanny, uh, but, but we'll say that, like, I had seen No Holds Barred plenty. I thought that Dookie line was the funniest thing House when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, man. Always, always trash, man. That, just... <laughs> the, the most amusing Hulk, Hulk Hogan thing I've seen recently is whoever dug up that clip from uh, Hogan knows best of him in his car running oh back my uh, God. the Jeezy. The Jeezy. <laughs> Hilarious, the Jeezy. bro. Yeah, and, Ho- yeah. and you know Hogan's doing the because that's the the funniest thing about it every time i've watched it because i've watched this thing like thousands of times now um (laughs) (laughs) is uh every he he runs it back three times and somehow he's still off beat i'm like bro how how he gets more off beat as he he, exactly he gets more and more off beat the more he gets into the song and i'm like how are you doing this (laughs) It's crazy. No, it's a skill. Yeah, no, yeah. ever since after WrestleMania 9, 1993, I was done. There was no turning. I didn't like this guy. After he screwed Bret Hart, beat Yokozuna, there was no turning back. I never liked him again. There was never one day where I was like, yeah, Hulk Hogan. From then on, I was like, fuck this bald nigga. I do not like him. I like nothing <laughs> about him. Fuck red and yellow. Fuck, this. fuck all that. When he joined the NWO, it was a great move, perfect move. But I still was like, fuck this motherfucker. I cannot stand See, him. My thing him. was, there's only one wrestler I loved more than Hogan growing up. And it was really because I was more of a WCW kid. And mm-hmm. so uh, I Sting was my Sting. guy, right? Yeah. So like... Starcade 97 was the event where I'm like, nah, it's time. It's time. It's Sting's time. I'm not, because uh, I loved Surfer Sting. I loved, like, Sting was also my guy. <laughs> I had Sting mm-hmm. trading cards. I had Sting action figures. Uh, if you can see right there, that right there is my uh, Hall of Dead wrestlers, by the way, because uh, I used to collect. <laughs> that it, that sounds wild. <laughs> what it crazy. is was I just happened to be at my parents' house, and I was going through my action figures, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I got like 
20 dead wrestlers here. Like, I got Mr. Perfect here. On the I dead homies. Yeah, I got, there's Earthquake. Like, I got a lot of them. There's Randy Savage. And I just thought, you know what? I'll make a shrine to all these guys. <laughs> I put them on the shelf. Uh, so, but th- there's a sting over there, too. And This is a anyway. wild transition, but, like, RIP to Lil Keed. He, uh. Atlanta rapper, these rappers. Every week we get on this fucking show, we have to say rest in peace to a rapper. I don't know what's going on out there. It's crazy. Watch your back. Be careful. Stop living those songs for real. We just like entertainment. They could be fake. It, they created music so you could fake it. You don't have to really be about what you say in those lyrics. It's crazy out here, you guys. Nah, yeah. So I, I have to tell my daughter that constantly. Of like, There's a way to enjoy this stuff, and it's definitely not living it. Right. Uh, and I was like... A good example. Is You're a storyteller. That... Tell stories. You don't have to tell real story. It could be fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, look, half the music I like, I, I recognize that I could be a hypocrite at times because half the music I like is about uh, either drugs or killing folks. Mm-hmm. Fully understand that. Yep. But also, I was like, I've never killed nobody. Nope. I'm straight edge. So yeah. just understand that uh, you don't have to. And like 95% of the fan base of hip hop ain't done nothing even close to that. So it's like, it doesn't, that, that's not what it has to be about. Like you can listen to the shit, enjoy it and love it. And you don't have to be about it. Yeah, Man. You don't. Uh, speaking of rap, pretty big album came out this week. Oh. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Kendrick Lamar's uh, <laughs> I released album. And um, I have <laughs> um <laughs> No, it's it's a it's a good album. Um, I think the hype of it is going to, of course, do what it does on yeah. on the internet. So people either thinking it's the greatest album of the year already, or people going, "Ah, oh, that wasn't that great." I mean, I'm glad that he's out putting music out again. I am also really glad that he seems like he is in a better place because it seemed yes. like he was going through something. Um, and it was really good to hear him um, go into a lot of the stuff that he has been going through. Um, even though it, was, it sounded very painful. Um, but yeah, check out the Kendrick album if you have not, if you're living under a Six rock. Six years is a long time, by the it way. Is. It is. Especially, like, like you got to think about, like, luckily, one of the things that's changed in the music industry is um, that music has a longer shelf life because it's all digital now. So, yeah. like, so, nobody, music doesn't go away the way it, it used to. Where, like, when we were kids, when... Uh, you know, it, it was if you weren't releasing music consistently, you were gone because right. there wasn't really a way for music to have a, a permanent life. Like you had to pull out the CD again to listen to this dude again. Mm. Otherwise, shit's gone. You don't have we didn't have YouTube. We and if you want to like listen, if you wanted to get a CD from like 10, 15 years ago, you couldn't just go to the store and buy it like the stores like, wouldn't have it. The stores <laughs> wouldn't carry. Right. Like if you didn't if you weren't releasing consistent music, your shit was gone. And mm-hmm. so I said that because uh, I was talking with my brother about Kendrick's album. and We were kind of joking about how like what six how big of a difference six years made when we were kids versus mm-hmm. um versus now we're like it was only four years between mc hammer albums when people were talking about oakland legend what example no well it was only four years when people were like man that dude fell off he is gone right. and it had only been like four years right and they're like right. man he he's gone you know he was he, still cooking Right, and it, but it was like you know he came out with pumps and a bump, right? And people are like, nah, that shit is trash, and he's gone, like, <laughs> uh, right? But that that was it. It was just four years, and so yeah, the like, homie was bouncing his thing in the video in those little skin tight chunks. Yeah, though, like, man. He was wild. Funky Headhunter was a wild era. Yo, <laughs> he went from uh, can't touch this to that. Like that's a big change, bro. Like, but I that was that was just a couple TV. of years, right? Like that was that song came out with ninety five, ninety six, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
too legit to quit was only like 92. Like right. that was such a quick turnaround for, I mean, in hindsight compared to today where, you know, people will sit around asking for six years. All right, when's that next Kendrick album yeah. coming out? And they're willing to sit around for six years, right? right. Uh, and it's it's just a different Frank time. Ocean is just like at the beach, like he don't care about nothing. Anytime they say something, he's like, shut up, you guys, I'm out here. So, yeah, yeah. It's the, I mean, time has fun. moved on it's, crazy. Yeah, it, it's the fact that you can go that long is still weird to me, but also mm-hmm. like, nah, so things have a shelf. I mean, things don't have shelf life now. Now, they don't. yeah, songs I mean, get to live forever in the age of the internet. And that's actually kind of cool that people don't necessarily have to rush their art. They don't have to consistently put out new albums every year. Yep. You know, you, they can rest on the last thing they put out and it's still pretty good. Uh, so that said, I didn't get a chance to listen to um, Kendrick's new album till late last night. So uh, I've probably got the freshest take on all of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've given it two listens at this point. Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely the album he wanted to make, and I respect that yes. quite a bit. Um, I It would have been very easy for him to come out six years later and go, all right, this is what everybody wants to hear. And I think he not only made the album that he wanted to make, but the most poignant point I thought he made was, you know, I'm not your savior. I think people made me into this, you know, conscious rapping savior. And I'm not that for anybody. Um, right. <laughs> I'm just a guy like anybody else. Yeah. No, I agree. <clears throat> I agree on everything. I want to preface this by saying Kendrick Lamar is probably my favorite rapper in the entire world. West Coast represent. All of his albums are amazing. Every time he puts out a record, I'm on that shit. As an artist, I try to separate like being an artist and knowing like making music and then putting it out. How like sometimes you should like sometimes you make stuff that's just for you, and just for me. You might it, and it 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 you it's it's a fine line. Like when I hear hip hop music, I don't want to. I don't want a therapy session as a black man that goes through all this shit. As a black man that. Here's gunshots outside of my window. When I hear hip hop music, I don't want to be in some smoking spoken word sessions. I want banging ass beats. I want some hard shit. I want some shit that like takes me somewhere else. I don't want some shit that takes me to more trauma. That's crazy. I can't as as a as a black man, I can't take I can't physically take it inside of my body. So hearing this album, I'm like, "Oh, Kendrick Lamar is spitting. He's going off." But I don't want to hear any of this shit. And when I like, you know, I I started to think that I'm <laughs> they're gonna spoiled. get us up out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna fuck out of here. That's why I press. They are gonna get us up out of here. I uh, I'm spoiled by Griselda. So when I hear West Side Gun, when I hear Benny, when I hear Conway, those beats are fucking hard. So every time I hear a new album, I'm like, where's that shit? When I heard Push's album, I'm like, yo, you're the you're the number one drug dealing talking rapper in the world, but the Griselda niggas have evolved your sound into something better. So I want to hear that. So like when I hear now, I'm like all about production. So when Kendrick's album coming up and I'm like, yo, this guy, they're snapping in the background and shit. I get it. Like there's like slave hooms and shit. And I get it. I understand. I know exactly what you guys are doing. I just do not want to hear that shit. I can't take it. I can't take black trauma. I can only take something. I can take black trauma. That's a lie because I just said the, the Griselda. But the production has to match it. I don't want to just hear words anymore, especially as someone who does a lot of words. There has to be like, when I was 17, this shit would have like hit hard because I was just like, 
it's all about words and love, but it's not, dude. It's about like the complete package. And if the complete package doesn't hit for me, it's just not going to hit for me. Kendrick is the best of all time, though. I think To Pimp a Butterfly is the like, dope album. we're not going to, we, we still at this point don't know how great that album is. Like in 20 years, we're going to be like, yo, you guys remember when Pimp a Butterfly came out? That was crazy. He did it. But this album, just not for me. It's for a lot of people. I see it. They're, they like trauma. They're stressed. They're all this. But yeah. I just can't, bro. I mean, most rap that we listen to has trauma in it. it yeah, just, no, that's it, why they've I said, managed like, to make just, trauma catchy. So you know. it's production. Yeah, exactly. If you can like put a snappy beat and some a dope hook on it, you can sell me the trauma. But if you're just like straight up trying to sell me trauma, trauma, trauma with no no, this this is a very it, I can't. This, this is a very dense album for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like I liked it. Um, I I will say that did I like it as much as To Pimp Butterfly? No. Um, did I like it as much as Damn? No, uh, and that's how but... I felt too. I'm judging. I I'm, I'm only judging Kendrick off of Kendrick. I'm not comparing mm-hmm. him to any other rapper. I'm comparing him to Kendrick. So that's right. Yeah, really that's it. That's, a, that's all I'm listening to is. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much holding it to the Kendrick standard. But at the same time, uh, I also very much uh, there's a Jay Z line that sticks with me constantly, which is if you want my old shit, buy my old albums. And Boom. so like there's the other, yeah, <laughs> which is uh, the other thing of. Um, can I also allow an artist to continue to evolve and do their thing? And yeah, uh, yeah I can. It, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed Definitely. it a lot. Um, yeah. Do I also recognize the controversy behind uh, Anti Diaries? Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Are you yeah. kidding me? That was. Uh, there's a fine. Um, this there's a generation of black men, black black people. I'll say I won't even say black men that they walk this like, hotepi type like they could be converted like if they could be converted into some wild shit really quick and Kendrick like walks that line heavy as fuck. It's like yeah. he like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like no, he sits I, in I, the I, back to be like, but like some things on the album I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. The, no. Mentioning Dr. Sebi and yeah, Kyrie, that, I'm like that's mm, exactly what I'm mm, saying. He walks mm. that line of like Yeah. You know? So that's so, what he did on Auntie Diaries. Yeah, in, in in that particular song, he didn't walk the line. I'm sorry, he shouldn't have not said that. That's like, you right? Yeah, no, I, like, I, I think. We're past and, that, and, dude. and the worst part was like the end of the track acknowledges exactly why he probably shouldn't have mm-hmm. uh, when he goes into um, acknowledging what happened at that concert uh, yeah. four years ago, um, and it was because that was everybody's point, right? Was there like it, like he knew he knew right in the song exactly mm-hmm. what the controversy was going to be coming out of it. And uh, although I think he didn't recognize the the misgendering thing, I think yeah. that that was one of the things that uh, he didn't recognize. And um, this is one of those cases where uh, it probably would have helped to like talk to a trans person, yeah, um, because uh, I, I recognize that I've had very evolving views, and part of it was getting to know um, LGBTQ people over the years, and yep. uh, and I'll add IA in there as well because one of my best friend is asexual. Like, there's so much that I have learned over the years, and mm-hmm. and evolving my own views has taken talking to uh, talking to other people, and yep. not just like evolving views in my head. Because sometimes it's like, yeah, it makes sense up here, but then once I say it out loud, oh shit, that's actually offensive. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, yep. Either way, still, and, I still have times where I'm like, I'm learning. I'm still yeah, learning. I'm still like, no. You can't ever stop evolving world. You know, you can't ever stop learning. That's pretty much it. Is mm-hmm. 
if yeah. somebody like corrects you on something like take it yep. because uh if it's somebody especially somebody that you're speaking about it does help to just listen just listen to what anybody has to say and as black people especially we can uh uh as much as we want to be heard uh i do feel that it's very important for us to listen and that's uh, a bar (laughs) look i mean i feel like the rapper now (laughs) i feel like that is one of the themes of the album though is that he's still learning he's still growing as a person definitely Yep. And I think that's what makes the point of he's nobody's savior. That was the most right. important and that, and part a, for me. That, that is like, that's everything for the album for me, for him to come out. Because people are like, when the protests are happening, when all this crazy shit, like, like, what's, what's Kendrick going to say? What's Kendrick yeah. doing? And he's like, I'm not here to save you, bro. I have a wife and kids. I'm trying to have a family. I don't. And that's, I appreciate that more than anything. If the, As the main theme of the album, for me, that is great. I love it. Yeah. Um, that said, and uh it was not trash know, i never said that no. it's just not for me as always anything is i don't nothing is trash to me anymore because somebody likes that shit oh, there's, there's some stuff that's trash there's hella shit that's trash but you can't really say it because somebody likes that shit you know it's like it's hard to it's hard man it's hey man hard. I, i'll go out and say it we didn't need kodak black on this album sorry homie's trash no, no, <laughs> sorry i was gonna say all of this said um <laughs> You know, I forgot because it's so it happens so much on wrestling Twitter that I forgot that uh, much like Phil was saying just a few weeks ago, where every time somebody makes one of them greater than posts, it's usually cap. Um, I forgot how much that still exists in hip hop. And yeah. hip hop uh, is like there's like 20, wants... 20 less than greater than a day in hip hop. A day. Too. And I've seen so <laughs> many as it pertains to Kendrick in the last 24 hours. And uh, there are always some dumb shit where somebody just wants engagement. And so they'll post a picture of Drake and they'll be like, Drake greater than Kendrick. And don't do it, guys. Cut it out. It's okay to like Drake. I, I I know that there are a lot of Kendrick fans that hate Drake, but it's okay to like Drake, buddy. It's, it's, I'll, it's okay. I'll say, I, I will say one thing. There is one place where Drake greater than Kendrick exists, and that is simply on fucking problems. I thought Drake had the better. Oh, verse he on that absolutely song. had the best verse on that. On that <laughs> by the, far, only time. <laughs> can't agree. Can't agree. I can't really? Agree. I think Kendrick. I think Kendrick washed him. Ah, uh, nah. Washed? Yeah, washed. washed. Yeah. Nah, nah. I've been in it's places where, like, the, I've been in a place where the whole bar is rapping that song, and when Kendrick shit comes up, it's hot. I guess we're in yeah, California. But you're, okay. I was about to say you're in Cali, bro. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. California, baby. West Coast fucking pro wrestling. Let me give a little shout out to West Coast pro wrestling. An amazing show last night. Um, I think I want to start out by saying William Osprey. Will Ospreay, when you see this man with your own two eyes inside of a ring, close as that, I don't know if you can name five people right now that are better from bell to bell at doing this shit. This guy, like, he just knows every spot to be at. When he hits a spot, it's close. He's just a perfect pro wrestler. I'll say it out loud. Will Ospreay is a perfect pro wrestler. What he does in the ring is insane. He had a match with Titus Alexander last night. Shout out to Titus Alexander, West Coast, young up-and-coming dude. Um, 
This match was insane. I said last night on Twitter that Titus Alexander is like 2002 AJ Styles. If you like 2002 AJ Styles and the great things and the, the way that he works, watch Titus Alexander. Him and Will Ospreay last night had this just great match. It was right before intermission because Will Ospreay has to fly. He's fucking in demand. He has a show tonight for New Japan, so he had to leave. They tore this house down. They did all kinds of... Every spot that they hit was great. Uh, there was one... Uh, Osprey went for the os cutter and Titus caught him with the drop kick, just like precision drop kick. A uh, great match. Uh, Osprey, you know they they say win if you win you have to win. You don't have to win anything. Like you could get put over by losing, and that's what happened last night. Like Will Osprey shouldn't be getting beat in this little fucking state room, so he got the win. But <laughs> Titus got a fucking standing ovation. Everybody loved it. People online saw it, saw it were just raving over it. Great match. Will Ospreay, I know there's controversy still. I, you know, I, I don't know, you guys. Like, yo, I'm trying to keep it in the ring. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to keep Will it in Ospreay the ring. Will Ospreay is fucking amazing at his fucking craft. Also, Robert Martyr and my favorite wrestler in the world, AJ Gray, had an incredible match. Robert Martyr is just this young uh, Blackpool Combat Club uh, alumni trying to be in there. He's one of those guys just gritty, wrap you up punch you hit you just like an old school wrestler with a new school flair aj gray will beat your ass at any moment of the day he'll slap you he'll clothesline you he'll punch you he'll do anything that you last night he did a springboard elbow drop it was ridiculous but this match was great they did a lot of incredible things west coast pro the one of the best wrestling companies in the fucking world we're coming up all wrestlers around the world want to come through to west coast this little state room in South San Francisco. You guys get independentwrestling.tv and uh, watch the show and watch all the shows because they have a lot of great shit there. So, yeah, I just want to say that real quick. Let's go some Great show. Hey. And AJ Gray Room, my fucking picture with Yo, Ajax. And I'm those still mad about pictures it. are hilarious, bro. bro those what? were the funniest. Come man, on. That was an instant retweet. Those were the funniest oh, thing I have man. seen in a while. All right. Hey. Before we jump into the topics today, I, I want to make sure that we give um, the voice to everybody else. I want to remind you all, Humper Chats, HumperChats.com. Those help out what we do here at uh, Fightful and on City more than anything else uh, because they take way less of a cut than YouTube does. But if you want Ooh. your your face and your visual and all that up on the screen super chats as well we love anything you can to support the show and we love yes. hearing from you and we are going to hear from you right now uh and osprey's better than rollins in the ring okay keep going yeah yeah keep going don't don't yeah. just move on just keep going we will go with um blah 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 uh, did i get yep that was enough blahs. uh it says uh i am amazed by how bad AEW booked the sky title and story since the TNT title has never felt less important. Um, I really hoped the sky face turn will last much longer. How do they fix this story? Um, we got a lot of stuff about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think it's going to be a big topic of discussion here. Um, because uh, MF Doomhausen says uh, it's my birthday. Hey, happy birthday, happy bro. Birthday. Happy birthday. We love uh, birthdays. And, and I love that name, by the way, MF Doomhausen. Um, yeah, uh, says, um, 
My first time donating, and I want to wholeheartedly thank you three dudes. Hands down, best show on YouTube. Real talk, y'all are appreciated. Please, can I get Grapsity versus Wrestle Talk on Quizzlemania? Thanks again. Keep doing the work. They've been ducking no, us. They ducking your They've boys, been ducking man. us for so long. Every week we come on here and say Quizzlemania. I'll be tweeting it. I'll be every time someone brings it up. I'm like, bring your boys on. And they've been ducking us. They announced new guests. Not us. Not your boys. They're gonna announce a bunch of people for Starcast. Probably not us, not your boys when they Come should. On. They need your boys represent that. Come on, Bloppy Egg, Plumpy. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, no, real, <laughs> real quick, though, uh, going off what he said, uh, also at the show last night, West Coast Pro. I've had a number of people come up to me and be excited to see me being like, hey, it's Righteous Red, you're this, Grapsity and all this stuff. And every time it's amazing. Thank you guys so much. Like just for somebody like we just wait. I wake up at 9 a.m. talk with my friends on this podcast and just have a good time. Like it's not anything crazy. And people like really love this shit. And then they talk about us like we're some superstars and it's awesome. The people last night were like, oh, I saw Will at this show and I did this and Phil. And it's just like so amazing, you guys. Like, thank you so much, man. I mean, yeah, so I, I, I have really it doesn't get old, dude. Yeah. It gets better every time I'm like, thank you, man. This is awesome. I <laughs> uh, got another one. Lord Jackson says, hey, Will, you've got a direct line to Tony. There's plenty of people with direct lines to Tony. This guy is very, look, this guy is very. But that is a fact, though. But like, I, I just understand that that he is very on the internet um so he said can you ask him uh wtf was with the that rampage ending that's another thing you think this guy doesn't see all of the the stuff on twitter like all of the responses to things he's very very aware of how things are perceived extremely Mm -hmm. aware Oh, uh, you guys asked for moving graphics he got it for you oh he listens to you, are guys. you kidding me like yeah. that quick in a week all of a sudden mm-hmm. we got moving graphics and hey i gave a shout out on twitter i'm gonna give a shout out one more time uh kevin sullivan's team uh who put those together excellent uh and i say that sure. because uh, uh moving graphics have been attempted for a long time wwe um perfected them right uh and of course we see them in in uh sports all the time mm-hmm. um WWE had them perfected for a long time and then kind of fell off. I thought that they had it right in the early 2000s when they introduced Mm -hmm. them in 01. And then they kind of like went overboard with them in like 2008-ish where it was like, (laughs) oh, we can like do this shaky cam stuff with them and like like have it like Mm -hmm. come down. It was like, no, all you needed was to keep a still shot and have the person do their thing. Yeah, (laughs) have them do their thing and then that's That's it. it. Yeah, and they they went overboard with it, and then eventually just got rid of them uh, mm-hmm. right around like 2010. Uh, I remember Impact started doing them for a little bit. Impact yeah. looked tacky. Yeah, because I feel like Impact that. was missing a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Impact one, their keying didn't look good. The mm-hmm. frame rate was off, and then the real important thing that I feel like so the three things that that I think Kevin Sullivan's team knocked out was they had the the uh, the keying looks good around all of the hair looks great. Um, the frame rate looks right, and the lighting between everybody matches because mm-hmm. it is important for the lighting to look good between everybody so that you don't have somebody who looks like they recorded theirs in their basement and another person who recorded theirs uh, backstage. Like mm-hmm. it, it all needs to look exactly the same. And I thought that the Thunder Rosa and Deep graphic looked good and the uh, uh, the main event, uh, CM Punk and Hangman on page looked good. So shout out Kevin Sullivan and the team. His team is great. I feel like they the stuff they do uh, looks like a million bucks, um, and they're very good at what they do. 
Every time I hear Kevin Sullivan, somebody said in the chat, I always think of the Taskmaster. I'm like, dude, when did they get to the did Kevin Sullivan start producing videos? Like, no, it's different. No, it's a different Kevin Kevin Sullivan. And also, uh, it's been said a couple of times on Twitter, but as far as lighting, like, Dynamite and the the shows have looked so much better the last couple weeks. So much better. Yeah, but again, K Sullivan team, great video packages, great stuff. Uh, They were definitely a great pickup, uh, which. I think for people who don't remember the story, they were Impact's production team till AEW started, right. uh, and they kind of got stolen in the night. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, hey, wait, wait. What did Tony call them the other the TNA the other day? The zombie. <laughs> zombies. Yo, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was. And, and he said it on Swerve okay. City podcast too. Yeah, yeah that was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way, watch uh, that edition of Swerve City podcast. Yes. It, was, it was a good chat. Uh, but anyway, uh, he says Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio returning heel to continue feuding with ba- with failed babyfaces Sammy and Ty. I don't think Sammy and Ty are baby. You guys did not uh, like this, did you? Uh, I think of... people were very confused by it. And I yeah, but that's I, what I said. I when said, we get into it, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, I said more than anything else, I am confused. Yeah. Um, and uh, instead of rebuilding the TNT titles, prestige uh, was the worst choice imaginable. Uh, I am with Reg on one thing. The thing that's going to rebuild the TNT title prestige, if uh, if you feel that it's diminished, is defenses. Um, oh, you easy. have you have the title defended on the regular. You have banger matches. That's what the TNT title was. That's, that's all it. it ever needs to be yep. is uh, title defenses with. And at least right now, the thing I am taking solace in is that uh, I do know that there is a. I am very interested in Scorpio Sky versus Kazarian at the forum. Yep. And the fact that they said the forum, they didn't say that it was going to be in Ontario. They specifically said that they're the doing it on the dynamite at the forum in front right. of that many fans. Ca- like, SoCal Pro Wrestling, that is giant. Like, That's what I, WrestleMania match, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I think there's there's no better. Uh, I, and, I, and I guess when people are asking like what's going on here and like i said i'm still confused as to the alignments of things as to what what happened here i'll say this much bringing some heat into a major match in los angeles is a good idea yes um the heat that they got i don't know was the right idea but i do think that if you make people care about what the match going into to la and not just saying okay and it would have worked had you just said hey there's two LA guys. But I don't understand. LA. You got to, uh, this guy's going to be cheered. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's my thing. Because I, I see people that are like, oh, well, he turned face and he turned heel. I don't think he ever turned face. And I think that's yeah. why people are confused. I yeah. think that he has, I think he has hinted towards a, t- a face turn. He's done things that we want him to do, but he's always taken a step back. Like him coming out and still saying, all right, well, I don't need you anymore, Lambert. Like, take that belt back home, take that off, but still hanging with them. Yeah, he's he he's putting a step forward, but still taking another step backwards. And so this week getting mad at them during the promo session and telling them to stay backstage, which is what people wanted to hear, but then still allowing them to help later. It's just him. I think he's still struggling with wanting to leave. I think that's the whole story. Um and he just hasn't fully turned face yet. I mean, because right. people are like, oh, well, 
He hit Cash with the belt. That's just to set up the belt, the match for the forum. And yeah. then I think what made it confusing though is Sammy jumped in the ring. That and I weird. think the only that's the part I was confused by yeah. more than anything the, else. The only reason I think he jumped in the ring is to set up still the mixed tag match, which they haven't done. Yeah, yet. they're still trying to do that. And I, I think they're trying to set up too many matches at once with this. Thing. Yeah, but, that's but, what it is. But yeah. I do think that the story is still the same. That that they're eventually going to split up. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're saving the full turn for the LA crowd so that he gets the maximum cheer. Right. Yeah, I think that's what people... People are kind of confused on the whole hmm. Scorpio Sky thing. As you can see... Phil's so well reasoned, by the way. I fucking Tony love that. Tony Khan really likes to give hometown... He likes to do the opposite of what Vince McMahon does. If it's hometown, yeah. he's going to give it up to the... As we I mean, saw this past week... MJF, they just like do whatever you want. MJF, be whatever character you want. I mean, if, if you're gonna do the LA match, the biggest way to do it is to do the SCU like yep. blow off match. And yep. Chris I Daniels think, will be there somewhere at some. Yeah, point. and I think, I think I would like that. I would say if I were gonna do that match, especially because there's what three weeks left till the LA show, so there's a little bit of time to build. I would say yeah. on the go home or even at Double or Nothing. That's when you reveal Chris Daniels, special guest referee. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you've yep. got uh, in the middle of the ring all three SCU members at once uh, for this match. Because you can't really justify giving Chris Daniels the title shot. Because I, I was going to say, I would have been building be... Chris Daniels to be, to, to be a triple threat match. Yeah, I know people keep asking the for the triple threat. Yeah. And I would say that if you Chris Daniels, that, the TNA connection, where he's in one of the greatest, I think maybe the greatest triple threat match of all time. Like it all kind of pays, it makes sense. But. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, that I, whole series of triple threat matches at TNA are just goat level shit. Uh, yeah, talking about, I, I assume we're talking about Joe Daniels and Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, just amazing stuff. Yeah, I, I just think uh, people. I hate saying this because people don't like being patient of course but i do think no. people have to be patient with the turn because i just don't think they're done with his face turn yet because right. he's still with att and so i think that we're gonna get the full turn later down the road i don't think we've yeah. gotten it yet i think it's how you were saying it's just like the belt shot was to set up the match i don't think like kaz is not a big enough thing for it to be like oh he's so super heel it's just like no i'm setting no up this next no match. i i think he's just conflicted i think yes. that's the whole story agreed um so we got a little bit more uh we got van twin blade tell me uh he says ao gcw coming to STL and Dan the Dad is making his GCW debut. Glory Pro is going to be streaming from South Broadway Athletic Club on uh, YT Warhorse oh, on YouTube. That's what he's saying. Warhorse is back for the next show, and I get uh, answers for Mike blasting Davey with the belt last time. <laughs> like some people don't want all that representation; they want to represent themselves. That's what Mike Outlaw is going to say. Um, shout out Jennifer. Shout out Jennifer every shout single out time. Jennifer. The best, uh, best. With with a big humper chat. Uh, she said, "Sorry, I missed last week's uh, last week's support and love. Sending some extra this week. Keep supporting and loving each other. Y'all are a light in this world. Keep shining. Thank, you thank you, Jennifer. We appreciate you. That's yeah, amazing. Really appreciate it. I'm like teary a little bit. Mm. Always teary." Uh, <laughs> dad tears dad tears can flow out at any moment <laughs> life of deem says happy What's saturday Gra grapsity crew i can't watch live i'm working on my first mural at school in new york what oh, do you sweet. guys think uh happened with sheeta and the tournament also any guesses for the jokers on wednesday um i got uh, some that i kind of want to see yeah uh, 
Like I've I, I this week I started out with something, and then somebody has said another name, and I'm like, oh, okay, that'll be cool. Maybe Claudio, maybe this person, maybe I'm like. But the worst I've seen is Mark Henry. Why are you guys saying that? Why are you saying Mark Henry? <laughs> no. you guys don't say that. No, no I mean honestly, I think the coolest thing to me would be Miro. I think Miro is one that I saw and I was like, yes, <laughs> I would like to see it be Miro. Mm-hmm. I would like for him to come in and remind folks who Miro is. Uh, and, and against Joe, come on, yeah. that's just fire. <laughs> I, that, that's the one I would like to see because, you know, the, the go-to idea because AEW is that it's a, it's a debut yeah. and it probably is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, because there's plenty of options to debut. But also, like, we got some returns we got to make because we have seen Jokers be returns. Because uh, the thing that fucked me up was that promo that Sanjay and Jay Lethal did. Because I'm like, what did they like? How was their involvement? That kind of changes a lot of things, I think. You know, that's who it can be. I think they just wanted to make people mad and go, no, it's not Satnam. Oh, man, dashed our dreams. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted it to be. And let's see, we got one here from RH says, Tony Khan needs to give a substantial renegotiated increase to MJF now. Also, let's get SRS to give raises all around to the Grab City crew. I won't complain about that latter one. Yeah, I mean, um, the last the, part, I, yeah, I, I, you nah, might be nah, making nah, some man. points there. Yeah, nah, he, he, um, he, he was kind of spitting at the end. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose I might, like, I know Sean's working on a story right now. Um, but I will this say, I might, is, <laughs> but I will say that I will uh, maybe drop a little Jim here on the show today. Um, uh, as far as that's concerned, we love Jim. Uh, let's see. Van Twinblade says, "When will Grap City become Grapso D and D?" You know, what? I, I I dabbled in D and D back in the day. Um, I don't know. Maybe one I, day. I never really played it. Yeah. Hey, that's mm-hmm. and you know what. I will say one of the most um, that could be a Patreon thing. Entertaining things that can happen <laughs> is yeah, like uh, is watching somebody get into it for the first time. I always love that. So who knows? Uh, maybe down the line. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, we were asked uh, uh, what it was brought up about the sheet and the tournament thing. Okay. So, and yeah, because a lot of people have been saying, well, I've seen a bunch in the chat. What does Will think? I really want to know Will's opinion of the Sheeta situation. Of course, you want to know Will's opinion because, hey, look, I'm wearing a holy Sheeta shirt um, because Sheeta's my favorite wrestler. Uh, What do I think happened here? I think it was a case of Sheeta not being aware of what the explanation for her absence was going to be. Um, because, uh, she's very proud of her work in Japan. She posts about it all the time. She's very proud of Makai. Uh, that is, um, honestly, like one of the coolest things you could watch. Like, uh, if you just want to see, like (laughs) the only comparison that exists in my head is WMAC masters. Um, but if you want to watch kind of a, uh, a worked stage martial watch arts that though if you're gonna watch something because that's fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a, like a, a worked stage martial arts performance so you're kind of getting the 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 fun of pro wrestling and it being live and in front of a crowd but also it is uh kind of plays out like a martial arts play it's great um and she's very proud of that and that's something she she it was so excited to get to do again traveling back to japan 
Um, you know, so a lot of people are, are kind of mistaken in what her situation is because there are people like, is she, uh, they think that this is kind of like a Yuka Sakazaki or Riho type thing. But the difference is that uh, Sheeta lives in Jacksonville. That is, uh, she's actually a resident of the United States. Um, and her trips to Japan are more the extra work. That's not her primary work the way it is with, uh yuka sakazaki right where like we get her for a moment but ultimately she is primarily um she's primarily tokyo joshi pro uh talent and so uh the i think what happened here was that ultimately she the the uh quarterfinal round of the owen hart tournament has to end this week in order to get us to double or nothing. There has to be a final double or nothing. Quarterfinal has to be this Wednesday in Houston. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a clear observation of, well, shit, she's not going to be here on Wednesday. And if we don't have a Wednesday, we don't have a quarterfinal. Like there's no other time to do it. There is, it's not going to happen before uh, because we got to do the semifinals in Las Vegas. (laughs) And uh, so, that's where this has to happen. We don't have her. So last time we saw her, she was taken out by uh, Serena Deeb. In the context of this show, that's our explanation. She wasn't cleared by doctors. That's it. Of course, she sees that on Twitter and is like, what do you mean what I'm not hell? clear? I yeah. literally just had four matches and a performed in Makai. And mm-hmm. like, I think she instinctively just saw that tweet and was like, yeah. uh, nope, I'm clear. Uh, and this is this was it. Uh, and I think it was just a, a miscommunication. And I think once once everybody was talked to and it was like, okay, we know you're proud of your work in Japan. So, of course, you feel slighted over the fact that um, it's now being said that uh, you're hurt, but here you're, currently, you're clearly doing work. But at the same time, we need an explanation for why all of a sudden somebody who qualified in this tournament isn't here and the only way we can do that is say you're not medically clear like it makes it wouldn't make any sense if we said yeah she qualified but well she's off in japan so she's just out of the tournament like Mm -hmm. because then the question would be asked why'd you let her go to japan uh when she had a tournament to compete in Mm -hmm. wouldn't have made any sense either so i think there was a, a case of uh one did what they had to do but the other was like but i'm actually doing stuff and i think that the explanation that they ultimately came to and she put out a statement this morning was basically like i wasn't cleared by aew doctors that doesn't mean i wasn't cleared by everybody else so right. uh, i'm still working but aew wouldn't allow me to work after i got inspected after the match with serena deep and it's like okay everybody's good we're good and i'm like um, i would go but they won't let me go i'm yeah, a warrior this, still this yeah. yeah this felt like just like like Will said, just a scheduling conflict. And That's I it. think in, instead of, uh, you know, us waiting for the explanation, because again, you know, I know wrestling fans don't want to hear be patient, um, especially now in this landscape where we get so much news and we get so much uh, information immediately from the wrestlers from everywhere that people are like, oh, well, she's saying this now. What's the problem? And, you know, also we've got this hanging thing where everything where is is she leaving? Is she going here? No, I don't think she's leaving. No, I don't think she's upset with the company. I just think that no. this was probably she's not handled well. Um, yeah. That's, 
she signed in uh yeah no i think she still got a year left like there's yeah and, and none of her none of her tweets read like she was upset with the no. company the only thing i saw that people were kind of running with was the whole japanese wrestling is nothing to them um and that could have meant who knows i mean she could have been just frustrated in the moment i don't know um but i just think people ran with this and jumped to conclusions <laughs> like they always do translations she speaks two languages like it could be anything yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean as it did look like a work at first because i was like wait a minute especially when she first put it out and then jade responded to it i was like well why would they do that and why would jade respond to it if she's serious and um, hey you know what though this if you want to do jade versus sheeta at double or nothing you actually have uh, a good Whoa, set setup up. here too of mm-hmm. like a her she was supposed to face one member of the baddies and she didn't get to so now she wants a tnt title or tbs title there's a way you can get there too uh so yeah I, and that's why i was confused because it always read like a, a scheduling conflict to yeah. me and then but just her tweets i was like okay is, is she the working what's she doing uh and so i it seems it seems like maybe she just either like you said misunderstood that she was supposed to go yeah i'm hurt or try to work an angle ahead of time i don't know it just <laughs> either way there's an angle you can make out of it so yeah um but the fact is i think it's just scheduling conflict i think we're right. at a point where the tournament has to to move on this week otherwise you're not going to get to the finals by double or nothing and so uh this is it this is there's no other time there's this is what you got. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, hey, if you want to, if you want to turn this into um, certain wrestlers don't respect Japanese wrestling in time for Forbidden Door to do a match, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. saying, there's there's options. Um, and let's see, we also got a super chat uh, from Matt says, "Happy Saturday, guys! Big NJPW show tonight in DC. Thoughts on Starcast running in Nashville SummerSlam weekend?" Um, kind of knew about that uh, a few weeks ago, um, and I will say that uh, the Ric Flair the, thing—that's out. Uh, I think I saw some uh, people tweeting about it. I, th- I think Meltzer put it out there. So mm. yeah, Ric Flair is going to be teaming with uh, uh, FTR. Uh, is the the rumor, um, and that's what Ric Flair has been training for. We saw we that Jay Lethal video. You see the video awful. <laughs> oh my god, that's the slowest shit I've ever seen, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, if Ric Flair dies hey, in the ring, you guys, come on. I, I, the thing that I, looked I mean, at, I, I, like, I will say, if there's anybody I trust to work a match around where it's basically just like, hey, you want to do a hot tag, Flair yeah. comes in, does some chops, does uh, just sets up a figure four. Like, if there's anybody I would trust with that, it's FTR. Um, and, yeah, facing the Rock and Roll Express, who... Uh, oh, my God, that's going to be so slow. <laughs> Hey. I thought you were gonna say something. Else. No, I thought you were gonna put it over. And no like, way! Nah. <laughs> Never. Oh my god, you're paper boy. You're so garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I'm nervous for everybody involved, especially Rick um, Flair, who was on his fucking deathbed very recently. Yeah. yeah. Look, hey, Starcast does sound exciting. It, yeah. it is funny that we just talked about Nashville last week on the show, and Yo, I'm like, Nashville now really trying to Wale Mania. They and, fucked us or, up. They were like, "Oh, y'all talking shit about Nashville Hills? A bunch of shit." I wasn't talking shit. I was like, Nashville's dope. <laughs> That it just was like, no, we're trying to peer pressure this Phil guy into coming, man. Look, this Definitely. is how much I I have been traveling this year. Right before the show, I was looking for something, and I couldn't find it. And I thought, 
where, where the hell could it be? And then I realized I never unpacked it from my last trip. It was. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be on a, a trip every week. So yeah. And so I, I went through my, uh, that was where it finally hit me was I was like, where was the last place I saw? And I was like, last trip I took. And so I opened up my bag and sure enough, that's where it was. And that the fact that I haven't unpacked from my last trip is is an example of how much and of course double or nothing is two weeks from tomorrow so uh your boys are going to be in vegas literally in two weeks doing this show it's uh, gonna be hot 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 are we doing hot, a show in vegas are we doing Saturday? yeah i uh, mean what time are, aren't you like showing up like super early or something well, i get in at 6 a.m or not 6 a.m i think i get in at like it's early. It's really early. So I can if we. So we'll be to. able to do the show. Yeah. And when are you getting in, Phil? I do not know yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Know. You got a week. What are you doing? I, do, I, don't, know. I don't know. You I get do two weeks. Know. I'm fucking driving because I'm driving to Las Vegas and then I'm driving to Los Angeles because I'm on an AW tour, I guess, at this point. <laughs> I, I guess you're out here, man. You, yeah, it's going to be a lot of driving, here. but I'm. Very super insanely excited about it. So. Graham says, "Happy birthday, Kate, and fuck Hulk Hogan." Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Kate, Kate and Kate happy. Hensler? Yeah, is it Kate? Kate? Yeah. Oh, shout no, out to Kate! Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! They ran her off fucking Twitter because they're awful, but she'll see this somewhere. She'll hear it. Shout yeah. out to Kate and fuck Hulk Hogan. That nigga's the worst. <laughs> that clip is hella funny though. Now I, I just keep thinking about it because Phil is talking about it. Just fucking, so it's just on the table. <laughs> This is on the phone. Oh, it, it has to say man. nigga in there too. Like, come on, you guys. Like, help us out. Yeah, that's why the clip cut off so he could get the rest <laughs> of his shit off. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut that camera. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Nigga's on the phone. <laughs> Tremaine says, uh, I felt I needed to give Kendrick a Taylor space. Oh, well, yeah. That, yeah. That we, we cry together. Is, uh, it's, a, it's an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bill. Says I'm just here for Grap City versus BCC versus Hookhausen. I ain't trying to fuck with BCC, man. I fuck, uh, I fuck nah, all them niggas I, up. Y'all see I, my backyard tapes? You got you got that one on your own. I saw Regal, Regal slap the shit out of uh, Jericho this week. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yo, why? I, I, right after it was over, I was like, why is he so mad at Jericho, man? <laughs> Jericho really hard, bro. You don't remember Jericho peed in his tea kettle, dude? Uh, he did do that. He that's did. Right. He's never. That's beef forever. See, bro. Jericho, Jericho's like, a nasty nah, dude. You, yeah, no, we, yeah, we. You don't fuck with somebody's tea. Yeah, uh, that's nah, what that's he said at the time. Forever, bro. You besmirched my tea. Mm-hmm. No, nah, nah. see Jericho, nasty nigga, Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> can Although we stop son, doing Judas though on the real man? I'm tired. It's, it's never gonna end, buddy. I'm tired no, of it. I don't end. want it anymore. Mm, <sighs> I mean, like even now, I feel like it works, so I can't uh, because like that's the worst a, part. Is it's like as a baby still- on the, like, the show, the little kid sing, and I'm like, this is never gonna end. That little kid likes this song. This is like, forever. Like, shout out to, to Garrett Kidney, who I hosted Day After Dynamite with this week, but uh, I like the thing he pointed out, where it fits both characters, because, like, Jericho's a baby face, wants to hear the fans singing along. Jericho is a heel, wants the royalties for them playing his music, yeah, and is right. like, you're gonna play my song because mm-hmm. I get paid every time you do. And, like, and I get I'm paid a bad guy, along. I'm a kill, and you guys are still singing my song. Like, it all... Yeah, yeah. It all plays into his character. It, is, you know? is Judas going to be on the video game? Yes. 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 You see, man, 
Y'all paid for Judas, but That's... y'all couldn't get some of that. No, 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 mm. no, Judas. Mm. There's a story with that, but mm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I will say this. But <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. there was a, um, the, the, I think it was Sports Games Online put out the, the yeah, yeah. story yesterday about um, the AEW video game. And oh, there really? Some I haven't people... seen it. And there are some people who are angry it's about the, the stuff that came out. Um, so, like, the soundtrack stuff is now public, so we can kind of talk about that now. Right. Um, and uh, that's... Is it? Uh, I mean, some details of oh, the okay. soundtrack stuff. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> Although I feel like <laughs> that might have been I didn't say much. anything. Uh, there's a <laughs> but but, but what, the, what, what the soundtrack will be missing, that stuff's out there now. Um, okay. And so the... Uh... Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, it's the uh, first that... time I'm hearing of this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Chris Jericho's the only song in there? That's crazy, bro. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- so the story was out that there's going to be some limitations to the game. And, of course, um, people who... Uh, so the, the anti-AW crowd basically came out and were like, ha-ha, this game's going to be trash. Um, because they were talking I mean, about... They, the, they the were going to do that anyway. They were going to do that anyway. They've been doing it since uh, day one. Um, that's why they still post the, the early... Uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny stuff, even though we've seen a million things since then. Um, but the, uh, and so I, I, I tweeted, um, because some people were like, oh, this comes from an anti aw person. Like, we, how can we trust all of this? And I was like, look, no, some of that stuff, I was like, I've heard most of that stuff. Sean then said the same thing of like, no, I heard the same stuff. And like, yeah, uh, I have heard the same things um, about the game. But the, the thing about the game that I have also heard is that uh, one? They're feeling really good about the gameplay. That, uh, as I tweeted yesterday, the word "smooth" has been tossed around by multiple people. The word "smooth." Uh, the word, yeah, as in like it, it plays really smooth, um, and uh, like it's not clunky. It like the, it just it feels good. Uh, and they said they're really confident in the story mode, and that was the thing that they really wanted more than anything else was that story mode. Because it's been a long time since we've gotten a story mode with branching storylines. Where because pretty much for the last like ten years, the story modes in specifically WWE games have just been, hey, let's replay real life things that already happened. Right. Uh, and it's just like, hey, we're just you're just gonna replay. It's just been the showcase mode. Whoever's the on the cover, years. Rey Mysterio, play his whole career. Yeah, play his career and just play stuff that already happened, and that's it. Yeah, uh, the story in my career, uh, it it's not always what's up. Yeah. And so uh, the idea here was that they wanted to do something that, that kind of goes back to um, the, the old SmackDown games days or like the way I, I tweeted this. This game was never intended to be a 2K game. They never, ever intended to come up with a simulation type game. It was never said. It was never the intention. Kenny said from day one, that game exists. You want that game? Go play that game. What I'm trying to do is a throwback style game to No Mercy, to the SmackDown games. I That's what I'm trying to do here, and that's what I want this to be. I want this to be a game that people can pick up and play and understand in the same way that people could pick up No Mercy and just play it. And you want the simulation? The simulation exists. Uh, you want TV-style presentation, all that stuff? That so exists. So are, are you saying be patient? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Know, and, is that the theme of this episode? Like, and and I, what I tweeted yesterday was, guys, they hired the director of No Mercy for a reason. This is what this game is supposed to be is a throwback to that type of game. That they want a story mode that 
what that has branching stories in the way that hey, you don't win the Royal Rumble, you ain't going to WrestleMania. Um, and that's that's it. And uh, your story branches this way, your story branches this way, shit can happen. Um, as long as I don't have to do uh, pose downs with Triple H, like then. Uh, Please no. That's, Please that no. was the most uh, infuriating thing in SmackDown. Here comes the pain where Hunter will come down up to you and it's like, I challenge you to a pose down. And like, why am I doing this? I, I, I don't want to do pose has, down. Has but... a pose down in wrestling ever been good? No. But exactly. that, was the, that was the point of it back then was that it sucks. Uh, but yeah, that I don't want to do pose downs with, with anybody. But either way, what the game is trying to be um because like the game's got original music like that's a thing that we haven't heard in a wrestling game in a long time because uh the last really 16 years worth of games have just been licensed tracks uh Mm -hmm. from uh from various artists remember smackdown versus raw 20 or 2007 i remember specifically had uh money in the bank shorty what you drink because that was Mm -hmm. the first game that had money in the bank in it and so uh that was well whenever that hit in the menus you knew Point being, um, this game is going to have kind of the, the, that original type music that you used to hear in the old THQ games. And like, I... Dick, diggity, dick, diggity, doll. You <laughs> might hear that. <laughs> like, I just want to Like, I, I, I think it's a, you're allowed to have standards for the game. Absolutely. I think every game you should. But I think it's important to recognize what the game is and what it isn't. And what it isn't is a simulation 2k type game let 2k do that that exists you want that game go play that game um but also but (laughs) Sako. yeah that's it uh but if you want a but if you're looking if you want to play that game go play it they the creation is crazy now you can make the entire aew roster that you can arenas you can make all the shit look the cody i downloaded in 2k22 this is fucking amazing uh Mm -hmm. i can't believe how accurate this cody is and uh, somebody he's, like really he's, worked hard. He's got adrenaline sense. in his soul and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like the neck friend. tattoo, like it, it grows every week. Like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it. again, don't, don't don't put no kufi on him. I'm watching mm-hmm. y'all on Twitter. Stop it. I'm not commenting. I can't, I'm not. <laughs> stop it. Phil, I'm not. Stop it. This was Phil, funny at first, but stop it. On, Phil. Stop it. It's been like five days, Phil. It's still. <laughs> you run it's it into the ground, guys. Up. Stop it. Please. I still open up my Twitter and it's still happening like so much. I'm Listen, like, guys, okay. shout out, shout out to people that are enjoying this. Have fun, but guys, relax with this this Kofi this Kofi stuff, man. Come on. <laughs> You're not a fan of Cody Luther King? What? It was it was it was hilarious at first. It was a nice little you know name alliteration, but I, now I think, we're, we're getting overboard with it. I, I think uh, I think the origin of the joke is lost. That's the yes. main thing for me is that, that always like, happens. One, that promo was over a year ago. Uh, and um, so I, I, it does feel like somewhere along the way, it went from a, a joke about Cody's promo solving racism, uh, despite Cody being uh, Cody. And... Uh, and it's somewhere along the way, it, it turned into a joke that I think a lot of people are still in on the original origin of the joke, but a lot of people are just running with it, just like, no, Cody's black. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, no, you you have, <laughs> you have to stop. Stop. Look, and I, I get it. Look, 
the crux of the joke is that Cody is about the whitest guy that you yeah. can find. And it's funny to to put koofies on him and, you know, do the make him say on uh, stuff. That's why all that stuff was funny um, originally. Him doing the No Limit cover as the shirt. All of that stuff was funny originally. But guys, you are, you are, boy, you are kicking that dead horse, buddy, boy. You are beating that boy to death. It's It's done. It's done. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. This is the reason why Jack Harlow's the number two fucking hip hop record in the world right now. Because it is bullshit. And look, I, and look, I get it. I am, I am a, I am a big time uh, instigator of if somebody says they don't like a joke and I'm still enjoying it. Oh, I will get even more obnoxious. I am the Sorry. worst with that. Mm -hmm. um, there is a. Let you guys in on a secret. Um, when people started going, oh, Rollins is kind of trash. I'm like, oh. That's that why the Rollins is... takes have gotten even worse because you guys, insane, you guys yeah. hate it. So it's like, oh, oh, you guys hate him, huh? Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but Rollins is dope. Uh, it's just no, Rollins I, is great. I just have progressively gotten. Osprey is just better than him in the ring. I said it. Oh, yes, he, he, he is. But you know, Rollins, Rollins has more money than him. Isn't that what he told him? Yeah. I mean, I can't. Yeah, that's that's a. I'll take the money over the skills. Yeah, give me the money, bro. Yeah. All right, we got a little bit more. Uh, so, of course, um, Cronus John, even though we talked about it, so I want to give you a shout-out because you uh, gave the super chat. So, sorry, this has already been addressed. Uh, we did address it. Um, let's see. Mr. Purple, I'm guessing. That's Mike. That's the homie. Okay. Uh, it says, happy Saturday, Will, Phil, and Reg. West Coast Pro was insane last night. Titus is a diamond. Go out of your way to watch shows he is booked on. Titus Alexander, California, baby. West Coast. What's up? We out here. Telling you, I said weeks ago, this is like one of the best times to be for indie wrestling. I have, uh, I I haven't seen much better than today. It's such a great time. Twenty seventeen was a great year too, mm -hmm. uh, but I think in the same way that everything from twenty seventeen and twenty sixteen era is now the mainstream pro wrestling. The yep. stuff you're seeing today, uh, same thing. Yeah, you're gonna see it, uh, Christian says andre chase is so underrated and the gimmick is super over also one of the best call and response moves in the biz <laughs> shout out to the bravado brothers man. where, where, the, where did that I, guy I, wrestle i don't know anything about andre I, know, chase, yeah, I haven't seen him <laughs> <laughs> shout out chris they had a chris show with all women on it though phil like the show this week was all women nothing but women all you ever see is women on the show is this, this week I, I don't know they had like five yeah, i don't know <laughs> Shout out, Chris says, first time I've been able to watch live in a bit. Just wanted to send some love. Keep up the good work. Get Dan Lambert away from Sky. Seriously, um, stop calling women <sighs> whores on TV. Dude, stop it. What stop. is in your soul that makes you happy? Why do, do you hate women so every much? Every single time. It's like on the show, he had like legit five seconds. They're like, all you got is five seconds, Dan. What are you going to do with it? And that's what he did with it. Bro, stop it. Um, we got, uh, let's see, uh, D'Lo says, um, super fellas watching y'all is bringing me joy on this day. Since I got reminded that my mom passed two years ago, I saw your tweet about that. Um, shout out to D'Lo's mom. Uh, mm -hmm. it says, but off topic that new Kendrick album, I would say, uh, lyricist wise was top notch, but ain't better than damn to me. I, I think that's a general feeling about it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Dam has hits on it. It has. I don't it think. Has, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, that's what has, he wasn't trying to make. That. Did, he yeah. wasn't looking to make radio records with this. There are several radio records on Dam. I mean, Duckworth still goes off, man. Although I felt uh, like Kendrick uh, was, he was playing more to like his old, like his OD and Section Eighty type work on this album. Yeah, than but what Section he did Eighty still has it, it, Section Eighty still has records on it. Bro. Yeah, it still has yeah, ADHD yeah. on it. It still has yeah, rigor yeah. mortis on it. Yeah, there's like nothing like that at all on here. Although, shout out to uh, my old homie. Um, I guess she goes by America Jones now, but uh, she owns a radio station here in Denver, one oh, uh, so. 104.7 The Drop, uh, the People Station. It is the only Black-owned station in oh. Denver, and awesome. uh, the whole station is about celebrating Black music, and uh, one of the things that she did yesterday, uh, FM Radio, she played Kendrick, and uh, awesome. she, like... Even if the song doesn't have radio hits, she made radio hits out of it. Uh, so that was... Uh, I respect yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. So uh, shout out America Jones. 104.7 The Drop is a dope station. And I always, whenever wrestlers are in town, I'm always like, and they're going to do something like talk with radio stations because that's what they do. I'm always like, 104.7 The Drop. Go to 104.7. Mm-hmm. Do 104.7. You have to do it because that's the uh, it's the people station. 104.7 The Drop. Um but anyway, so uh, we got one sweet Chris says the Rap City theme song is the only theme I never skip nowadays. Shout out to my favorite podcast. Hey, Amen. Thank you. That's amazing to hear. Daniel R says hello. It is my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Daniel. Happy birthday! It's happy everybody's birthday. birthday. Um, it's lit. It's like just now, spring and shit. Like I'm loving it. Uh, SRS said that a lot of AEW originals are going to get pay raises when their contracts are up. Could you ever see a company not WWE or AEW offer someone a boatload of money, i.e. like TNA offers Jungle Boy $4 million a year? Hell no. no. Um, <laughs> so, that was an awful example. <laughs> so what it's going to come down to, and I think this is the thing people really miss when they say this person's a sign here and this person's a sign here when they were like, no, 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 don't go to AEW WWE. Go to NWA. Don't go to AEW or WWE. Go to TNA or go to Impact. It is important to recognize, and it's cool if if you're wrestling for the passion, um, wrestle where the passion is for you. Absolutely understand that. But I also recognize that um, companies that have TV deals are going to have the most money. There's only two companies in the world giving up million dollar deals: AEW and WWE. Those are the only two. Those Nobody only else has money that, for it. Nobody. Those are the only companies that have TV deals because, like, Impact yeah. doesn't actually have a TV deal. Impact is no. owned by Anthem, who owns a- they're Access. Owned by, they're so, owned by the TV. <laughs> so therefore, and, and that was a similar deal to WCW, where WCW never had a TV deal. WCW right. just happened to be owned by Turner, mm-hmm. and so they never had to make a deal for money. Right. WWE has a multi bill has a billion dollar a billion, billion dollar TV yeah it has a billion yeah. dollar tv deal right <laughs> and aw has a multi-million dollar tv deal they're being paid by these networks to produce this show and so in order to produce this show you need talent so mm-hmm. it is in the interest of both companies to sign people to uh continue to produce this show using the money you got from the tv networks and so you're going to get the most money out of somebody who has a tv deal Everybody else is um, independent if they're not, not their glorified independent wrestling. It's WWE and fucking AEW because they have TV deals. That's it. So, and you recommend them to go to Impact? 
it's going to be great to see those matches, but they're not going to be getting paid. That's now, the weird. thing about those AEW, and now the thing about the TV deals is, you know, I, I think there's all this talk right now about is AEW going to get a TV rights increase? And, like, people in the know have, keep saying yes, yeah. uh, but then people, like, not are like, well, why would they when blah, 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 blah. I don't think people realize hey, WWE and uh, WWE TV deals aren't that much. Like, mm-hmm. I know when you hear $2 billion, you're like, uh, in the grand scheme of things, that sounds like a shit ton of money because it is. Uh, but that's $2 billion over five years for 52 weeks of programming. So it actually comes out to some of the lesser stuff on television when you cost out per episode, when you cost out per hour of television. It, they're not getting it. So it's still relatively cheaper programming for Fox than really yep. anything else that they do, any of their scripted programming. Because, one, they're not getting it 52 weeks a year. And... uh for what they actually pay for a show like what NBC is actually paying for this is us astronomical mm-hmm. uh, compared to what NBC universal is paying for Monday night raw because right. Monday night raw is three hours of television. And uh, when you break it up per hour, 52 weeks a year, it's actually wrestling is still relatively cheap programming for, uh, for TV. And so it is in, uh companies interest to tv companies interest to spend the, spend the money because yeah. uh hey 52 weeks of programming doesn't take a break so that guarantees us uh the advertising money every single week Fuck and they're yeah, still man. doing numbers too like it, it's not a lot it's not like 1998 numbers but they're still when the numbers come out they're in the top five the t- like they're still right. up there they're still putting up numbers still and getting, so that still attracts revenue. advertisers and it's yeah. programming that attracts advertisers uh 52 weeks a year yeah nothing else gives you that there is mm-hmm. literally nothing else producing new content that's ranked in the top five it's insane honestly <laughs> like no other sport is just constant it's yeah. just wrestling <laughs> nothing else exists it is attractive to tv networks because of the fact that it's weekly content that never goes away mm-hmm. and uh consistently places top five so I I I, I never take a sh- break. That's insane, honestly, to think about. Like, <laughs> they just go like our, our entire lives. They've been going. There's never been a time where WWE's like we're gonna shut down for a week. Never. They've just been like, go 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 every single fucking week, dude. Even when the pandemic, yeah. they were like, no, we're still gonna do this. Still gonna <laughs> produce the show every single week, <laughs> and you don't get that out of anything Crazy. else. You don't get that out of sports. You, I mean, you can't get it out of sports, and you don't get that out of scripted dramas nope. uh you're not gonna get it like it's Mm-mm. it's not gonna happen but They're like here's 10 hand, episodes on this tv show have fun <laughs> yeah you know you maybe get your 26 but you're not getting 52 episodes Mm-mm. you're not no no it's valuable programming um and so continuing on uh, uh so talking about um people who are gonna get their uh raises uh, no, I'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, Daryl B says, happy birthday to Kate and Swerve's dad. Yeah, happy month th- birthday, Uncle Steve. The big um, he says, uh, happy Saturday to the Grap City gents and fam. Uh, remember that with these things, it, it's great. We get we got folks like y'all that can we can ask before going half nuts with theories. Thanks for your thoughts and honest opinions. Will got um, them scoops. He's got the insights. So. <laughs> Gillespie for real says, a long here. time 
listener first time humper what do you guys think is the greatest women's match of all time Ooh, Ooh that's a all time. great one all time wwe mind is easy sasha and bailey brooklyn uh, damn NXT. you stole my answer so i that's gotta come like every that was like that's the one, that's the one that's like it's, it's, so if we're talking about wwe that's the one for me for sure hmm of all time but that's a that's a that's a lot. <laughs> like I, can, I don't even know. Like at this point, I don't even know what my favorite men's match. Like I don't have a favorite wrestling match of all time because they're so. Like I can't just pick one, like a damn Pringle or something. You know? I mean, like I said, my answer was Regis. So I'm trying to come up with something else uh, that I consider like all time great. Because I've got like recent stuff where I'm just like that was so good. Like I could say like you know Bianca and Sasha and like because that was. But that's I think recency bias. Um, but it's the most fun I've had recently. It's definitely um, something from like all Japan, like some a match from like 1995 is probably the best one. But like you know, we're not you know. Yeah, man, Ooh, that that covers a that covers a lot because I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta there's all Japan stuff, there's Stardom stuff. I mean, yep. there's, jo- there's Joshi, NXT you know, stuff. Kind of um, stuff. <laughs> uh, oof, that is a uh, 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 got your ass. I, I, and, and I feel like Reg took the easy answer for sure. Yeah, that was <laughs> but the thing That's is, why I threw it out so fast so I didn't have to think. The thing is, literally, the next, <laughs> I remember the day after I showed a non wrestling fan that match because I was so happy with it. Like, that, that to me is the mark of my favorite match. On the real, the I, I like, there, I can't think of one match before that of WWE women's match that I've wanted to watch multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's the first time where I was like, I have to watch this match again. If I want to show a non wrestling fan a match, you know, it's something that really like spoke to me. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I, that was one of those matches where like literally the next day I was like, nah, you got to watch this match. And, uh, yeah. I, maybe, I guess that's universally our answer then. It's probably, Sasha versus Bailey. Um, mm-hmm. um, before that WWE, I would always say uh, Trish versus Mickey from WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, for WWE, at least. Uh, and, and Trish Lita, the Raw main event, is also um, definitely uh, yeah. a landmark match. Trish uh, and Trish and Victoria also. Um, that was like talk about groundbreaking matches. Like there's there's stuff out there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Medusa. Match for I like the well. uh, the Lucha Underground Thunder Rosa as uh, what's her name against Sexy Star I think with the blood and shit like yeah. there's a lot that, of great that shit the that's Cobra happened. Moon stuff or yeah that. yeah yeah Cobra Moon Cobra Moon Anwar Starwin says y'all do great work enjoy your weekend Thomas uh, Thomas Lavalley says great point about patience problem uh, part of the problem is Sky and Paige have been around the TNT title since last year but the face turn is a new twist on it the Julia Black thing has been dragging on too I I feel like that might be over and if it is it's a problem uh, that said we waited over two years <laughs> they said, did it uh, they were like yo we blew that off <laughs> yeah, that said we waited over two years for Hangman to pay off um that's true um, so it, it's yeah. just got to keep you interested uh phantom by the way says so did AEW not tell sheeta they were doing an injury storyline <laughs> because she seemed to be the one most surprised by her own Sheeta and scorpio sky just fucking y'all up these days yeah man. yeah uh, uh derek says phil is 100 on the money with the sky hey man, stuff. it's your boy <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy i'm out here bro <laughs> uh let's see uh i actually just uh lost one yep awesome kong shout out to awesome kong her and gail kim had a bunch of amazing tna matches yeah absolutely um total non-stop I mean, action. Like, impact is also 
Impact has done so much that it's really hard. Uh, Nathan, by the way, says, I think it's years, important bro. to remember that despite being very good at it, English is still her second language. Facts. Um, and one that she's only been speaking for four years. Big um, facts. Uh, Joel says, if AEW would bring themselves to have more than one match on Dynamite, they wouldn't be in the situation of not having I guess enough more women's match. Um, I mean, but she was still going to be out. She was going to be gone either way. I I think they just something happened. They they didn't know this was happening, or I don't know what the fuck. I mean, you because the men's and women's tournament uh, began at the same time and yeah uh, Yeah. are ending at the exact same amount. I mean, it it will end at the same time. The Um, Sheeta thing must have just been an oversight on Tony's part at some part point. Uh, Or they just. Like I had another theory of that it wasn't an oversight, and they just wanted to get Statlander a pop in her hometown. Gotcha. Um, I, I mean, um, I I kind of for a minute thought she could be the Joker. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, her hometown is uh, so she wouldn't have had it till because um, she's from Long Island. Okay, and yeah. they even started billing her from Long Island since she started uh, the new gimmick not being of an not alien. being the alien. So they no longer mm-hmm. say from the Andromeda Galaxy; they say from Long Island, New York. And so uh, they wanted, I, I feel like they were even telling people, this is a woman from Long Island. This is somebody you pop for when she comes out in Long Island. Yeah. Um, on Long Island, sorry. Yeah, uh, I always felt like Stat was going to be in a tournament mm-hmm. regardless. So Ryan says, no questions, just support for the uh, Super Reg Cup. Super Reg Cup is going down. Yeah, it's going to be uh, amazing. There's going to be flips. There's going to be blunts. There's going to be tricks. There's going to be all kind of stuff. <laughs> Riza Suvi says, uh, Phil, Riza. you were... Uh, funny AF in that space last night. You were spacing it up, Phil? What was you spacing uh, it up about? Hey, we got Space Phil back? Wow. Uh, space Phil has been the uh, building space, again. Space God uh, had to retire, man. Um, I just... <laughs> and for a while there, you were just for a minute, every night. I was, I I was going at like 2 a.m. and I'd be like, Phil is in a space, bro. It's 2 a.m. I, I, was, I know. Uh, this, this, this man was the Space God. And, and so hearing Space Phil back. I'm nah, like, man, yo. No, nah, I saw my man uh, Hollywood out there. Uh, in uh spaces so i had to jump in and see what they were talking about and then you know he said a joke so i had to i slid into the conversation and i ended up in there so you know uh spaces is cool it's just sometimes you know gets a little gets a little uh it's a little weird in there sometimes man <laughs> it's a little weird man but no spaces is cool uh ronan mike clips says i played no mercy for nearly 20 years now even with all the new wwe games that have come out if they can duplicate just 80 percent of what made that game amazing then i'm sold um so i know that they're going for kind of a faster no mercy because the reason Mm -hmm. is that if you play no mercy now like if you introduce somebody to no mercy they'd be like this isn't like modern wrestling at all because it's not uh and modern wrestling is a lot faster paced the modern wrestling has a lot more spots and no mercy was was a grapple game um and so you have to find ways to to come up with a a, still a uh a smart grapple type system but also and, and i feel like the jungle boy clips really do a good job of illustrating what they're going for with um, showing that, hey, you know, we're still grappling, but also like, nah, he's then going to drag you to the ropes and then do his little Jungle Boy flip. And uh, you're going to get all of that stuff. Like, because as Kenny put it, he's like, Ray Phoenix wouldn't work in a game like No Mercy right. because that's not a Ray Phoenix game. But you want to play as Ray Phoenix and you want to play like Ray Phoenix. So they're trying to strike a balance, and I think they're going to. Uh, and yeah. Uh, it's gonna be fine. I will say I got in it's trouble for buying no. Cool. I I got in trouble for buying No Mercy, 
because uh, I traded every Nintendo 64 game I had for No Mercy. <laughs> and I'm not mad at it. It was worth and, it. And uh, when that came out, I traded every game I had. I, I had Attitude, uh, WrestleMania 2000, Revenge. Um, I traded... All my Mario games. Damn, I man. literally yeah, walked. We're, we're, I walked, we're done with I, Mario Party over here. No, I, I walked into Game Crazy with a backpack. I dumped it all out, and they're like, "You've got seventy dollars worth of games here." And I'm like, Awful. "Perfect. No, no mercy. Give it here." And, I, and all well, of those was, games were seventy dollars. And all you brought the games in were seventy dollars. GameStop used to GameStop used to be grifting us, bro. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's straight God. up grifting. Waiting to destroy a kid. I walked out so happy with no mercy. <laughs> I came home and that was all I played was was no mercy, and I remember my, uh, one of my siblings wanted to play. My little sister was like, "Where's Mario Party?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Nah, man, we're done with Mario Party." Nah, it's Mario Kart. That's over. Mario Kart. Yeah, uh, it was, nah, and get body slammed. <laughs> I, I think it might have even been like just like Diddy Kong Racing or something. But she was like, "I want to play," and I'm like, uh, "I traded that, mom." <laughs> <laughs> I traded that. <laughs> Yeah, we're done with we're done with we're done with Mario Kart over yeah, here. Nah, we're done with that. No mercy yeah, nope. I, I I traded everything I owed for no mercy. And, it's worth it. Yeah. Except I had one of the defective cartridges, one of the ones that resets your game after like at random times, like middle of your game, it would reset to factory settings. And so I would just be playing with my creator wrestler and then and I still have it by the way. I still have that copy. But you'll just be playing the screen will flicker and then all of a sudden your creator wrestler is just the default white guy. Uh, and I'm like, what the hell? And of course, you hit reset on the game. And uh, so life is like, too. I had one of them defective cartridges. And it, that's a lot of them. A lot of people talked about having that issue with no mercy. Uh, Brent, now, now you're white now. Get out of yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> making, you're now a generic white guy. Move on. Uh, making up for missing uh, a few <laughs> weekly tides. Thank you. Uh, it says capital collision tonight. We live in the best hey. wrestling timeline. I swear, it's too okay. much. Honestly, I can't keep up. Hey, capital <laughs> and I collision. love pro wrestling. Capital yeah. collision looks dope too. Uh, yeah, it yeah, looks it probably about four away. <laughs> says and shout out to uh, Trent too. I heard he just the he couldn't be make the show because he has COVID. So got the vid. from COVID. He says as we're doing this, it's fascinating on Dad to find out Garrett caused the NXT full sale split that was with one innocent tweet. Power to the wrestling fan. Yeah. yeah, shout out Garrett. I, honestly, Garrett is is my TNA Impact resource. That like, brother, I don't know how he like. I thought you were crazy with the with the dates and stuff, but this bro will be like, you know, it was night. It was TNA two thousand eight, June fifth. It was at thirteen seconds into. I'm like, yo, how do you? Well, this nah, is he just off he the brain, is though? well. Like the thing was, he was running Impact Social. For a long time. He was running the Impact Twitter account. So, like, at that time when Impact had, like, when people would always be shocked that Impact had a clip queued up right when something in WWE or AEW happened, Garrett was running the account at that Hey, shout out to Garrett then. Shout out Garrett was to killing Garrett. Because they were all, every single time, it'd be like, bam, here comes the Impact. So, yeah, no, Garrett was killing it back then. Yeah, no, Garrett was so quick at pulling up Impact clips. And, like, the fact that, that he told the story on Day After Dynamite that as soon as the steel steps came out, he's like, oh, Jeff Hardy's about the swanton on these steps. I'm going to go pull the clip now. So that way, as soon as it happens, <laughs> I got it. Like, he knew. Impact history. The beauty of impact history, too, is that 
every company has somebody from Impact in it right now to where you can do that kind of stuff. Uh, Maybe on it. Yeah, I mean, the moment Bobby Lashley was facing off with Drew McIntyre and here comes uh, Garrett was like, hey, y'all remember in 2014, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre? Mm -hmm. That was happening over in uh, TNA. Um, Man, let's see. And Darby and Jeff definitely gave it up. I was like, Darby, yo. You That's got father relaxed, and bro. son. Both of you guys. Jeff Hardy, too, man. You're, <laughs> Darby got relaxed, man. Bro, <laughs> yeah. y'all, stop it. Relax. We're fine. We can. We don't have to see you guys die. Fun okay. match, though. That was super fun. <laughs> so, everybody wants to know about uh, the this topic here. So, we're going to talk about it. Uh, it's our number three topic, and that is MJF. Maxwell. Headed, uh, MJF headed to WWE. Um, and... So, of course, there's a lot of talk over uh, Maxwell's frustrations over his um, contract situations. And those close to him have heard that he's basically said that he's headed, uh, he's leaving AEW after he's done. Um, You know, Maxwell had, of course, signed a contract with AEW very early on. And uh, so, of course, he had a fast rise in that time. Hell, within months of him signing his contract, he's feuding with Cody uh, and had one of the biggest programs in AEW. And he's been one of the top heels since. But he's still in his original contract. Uh, and MJF came into AEW not really worth as much as as certain guys. So, of course, he's worth a lot more now, but he's still in his original contract. And so uh, there's a lot of stuff happening there. Um, when I said Sean was working on a story, he's, of course, uh, I'm alluding to the fact that he's got a, a story brewing as far as what does everybody else think of this? Um, and I did some digging around as well. I asked multiple people in AEW, and I did get one person who gave me a quote that uh, they said, I am free to use. Um, and what they had said was... <laughs> um, so basically... There's not a whole lot of people on um, MJF's side of this, I am gathering, uh, that the one thing I heard from somebody who said, um, look, his deal is his deal. Uh, It said, changing the terms of an existing deal while in the middle of it would set a horrible precedent. Um, And if he wants new money, sign a new deal. And the the idea, I get what they're saying there is... um, that, yeah, if MJF in the middle of his deal can simply say, actually, I believe I'm worth this now. Um, and granted, I think he is. I think he's worth way more Definitely. than he ever was. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, what would stop anybody else from wanting to change anybody. the terms? Anybody no. from wanting to change the terms of their deal in the middle of it um, mm-hmm. and not sign a new deal. So then, of course, a lot of people are saying that. But uh, And uh, also said, Tony would be a fool to give him any more money without the guarantee of more years. Because, right. of course, if Tony's got to give something up on this new deal, he's got to get something. And so, yeah, you sign a new deal, he's got to tack on a couple of years or a year or whatever yep. uh, right. in order to make that happen. But it sounds like he still wants his free agency in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that part. I don't know that for sure. Uh, but I, I, like, that's the thing. I... There's, there's a lot here, but I know that as far as the talent in the locker room is concerned, a lot of people are feeling like 
there's been an understanding in pro wrestling for a really long time that it's just not how these things work. That, that, you can't just say like, I want a bigger contract and get one. Like I, you know, it's, it's just not how it works. Yeah. Um, and, and look, and I understand this frustration. Cause I mean, if you're looking around and everybody's like, all right, well, you're not punk. So you don't deserve punk money or you're not Moxley or you're not Jericho. He can turn around and go, yeah, but I did work all three of those guys in, Arguably, and you give know what, all though, three of them he, their best feuds. When yeah. he signed, that was the case. Today, he can say, I may not be those guys in terms of legacy, but in terms of value on your show, sure I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, in terms of what you use on your programming, MJF is one of the biggest parts of your show. Oh, exactly. I mean, look, he. I don't think there's any debating that he's given Punk his best feuds since he's been back. Um, the stuff he's doing with Warlow right now is incredible. I felt like the stuff he did this week, if if this news came out this week and you're looking at what he did on Dynamite, like he's looking at like, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. killing it right now. I did that. And, and, and I still do believe that he will be champion by the end of the year. I've been saying that for a while, but I still do believe that. Um, and, and, but the hard thing is, how crazy is it to be a champion in a company where you're still paid like you're in your rookie right like like you're a rookie right like that i could absolutely see where hey i'm the champion i'm going to be on the front of the posters i'm going to be the marquee guy but i'm also still on my original contract that i signed right and that's what i that's what i was getting at it's so much stuff that he's he has um, done since the inception of AEW that he can look around and go look like i'm the guy here like and if i'm the guy and that guy's getting paid that i should be getting paid this too and so i understand his frustration but at the same time your deal is your deal like it's like i i that is all stuff that you can bargain later and maybe this is just him trying to put a flyer under tk for two years from now where he can negotiate and go hey you know this is what i'm worth um but i don't know i don't know how well this is going to work out for him by doing it this way right i think this is all just like the problem is, is like he came in on that contract, but like, yo, you built your stuff. This is what you're supposed to do. You come in on the lesser deal, you build your name up. Then when it's time to get a new deal, you get the big new deal because you you built it. But you can't just because like everyone says you should have a new deal, get a new deal with no, with ne- like, you can't just be like, give me more money, Tony Khan. And he gives you more money with nothing. That's just like, not how this shit works. Yeah. He needs, you gotta like <laughs> give it. If you're gonna give get money, you gotta give up more years. It's, it's it's a vice versa. It's a business. It's deals. It's all these things, man. So, but I get it. No, you know, I, like he's cooking out there. He deserves money, but you just have to wait. That's just kind of how it works. Yeah, I mean, or like I said, or uh, I think there's obviously all deals signed in any business are there's concessions, um, yeah. uh, unless you've got nothing to offer. Uh, right. But in this case, obviously, AEW has money and TV time to offer, and MJF is a talent that is over. And he has a lot to offer. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a case looking out right now of uh, how do you reconcile both of those things when, yeah, MJF was nobody when he signed that contract. And he mm-hmm. grew to be somebody very, very, very good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't and think anybody knew that that was going to be the case with him. But, like, now that he's a valuable hot commodity. 
Um, yeah, and look, it's the other part about this that makes it interesting, of course, is that MJF is a Cody guy. And so there are people that are looking at this like, ah, this is the first sign that he might leave and join Cody in WWE. And I know that there are WWE fans that hated him before that are now salivating like, ah, we might get MJF. Um, I think people Koofy need to pump is their being put right on his head as soon Fam, as he signs if we get Koofy, down, If we get a Koofy on MJF, man, look... <laughs> Look, and I know he did that panel. Shout out, shout out to Cam. I know he did the cam, the panel with Cam and those guys. But let's 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 I all mean, I, 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 I like Max. I, I like Max a lot. Um, no, he's cool. great. He's great. I think great. that, I, I that uh, there is a middle ground here. But yeah. like I said, just talking to the wrestlers, they all kind of feel that same way. Of the wrestlers uh, are pretty much saying, if he can do that, I'm gonna try to do that too. And that's just like you can't. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And I, I think from Tony's point of view, he's definitely going to be looking at it like, nah, you know, if I if I open the door for that, then, you know, what else am I opening the door for from open somebody else that doesn't door. like their deal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the forbidden door. Is, that's the real forbidden door. <laughs> is what is, uh, what am I giving up here? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I absolutely get that. Uh, yeah. Joel says... Um, Will, do you see a chance MJF could join WWE 2024? Absolutely. Yes. I think there's a chance anybody can join anywhere. Um, yeah. I, Like I said, the best place you can be right now if you want success in either company is in the other one. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, the worst place you can be right now is NXT. <laughs> but, the, uh, the, but, like, as far as... Because you know you're going to get everything you want. If MJF says... I want my music because that music is music that AEW doesn't own. Cut my he music. Says, cut my he music. Says, he says, oh, I heard that he's not. What now? Like, that music isn't. That music is. I've heard about that music and that. No, yeah. he's not. So, I, I've heard the entire, the full story on that music. And essentially, mm-hmm. no one is supposed to be using. It's like fair game. It's fair mm-hmm. game music. But mm-hmm. no one can get to the owner of the music. So if right. the owner comes at you and is like, just kidding, like it's lit, but no one could be like, hey, we're using this on pay-per-view. No one has talked to the owner of this music. So, but and you know, it's funny too. And WWE like, like don't I, play that. They don't play secrets. They're like, but here's the thing. Now, if, if, but if MJF said that's a condition of me coming to the company, WWE would figure it they'll out. They'll find it. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? They, they, they are absolutely. different fucking monsters. <laughs> they, I, it's I, a man, monster. I, I still think it's crazy. Looking at the Hell in a Cell poster and Cody, Cody. being front and center, and not just that, having his logo on the side and like the little uh, watermark. I was like, "Yo!" And he's wearing Cody. the gear he he wearing the gear that he debuted at Double or Nothing last year. Like, what? Yo, Cody yeah. really, Cody really finessed this man. And, well, I, and that's what I'm saying. That that everybody, time, everybody's got the the ability to do that. MJF mm-hmm. is like, "Look, I want to write my own promos. I want all of this shit, or I'm staying." And WWE and in be like, two years, it's going to be even bigger. Like he's going to have an even, mm-hmm. even more leverage in two years. So. Yeah, of course. And, and, and WWE would be like, okay, please take all yeah. of this. And then if mm-hmm. an NXT guy went, I want to keep my name, and uh, they'd be like, who are you again? Yeah, what? Uh, but <laughs> yeah, what like, thing did you play for? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, there's, just... there's there's so much leverage right now in being in the other company. Yeah. Um, for anybody, for anybody in WWE right now who's kind of I and AEW, and they have been, you know, you're going to get what you ask for. Uh, oh, yeah, because I just last night heard a story about a wrestler that came over from WWE to AEW and got the exact same deal. And the deal was the deal was wild. 
and like mm -hmm. wwe maybe shouldn't have been paying him but they matched it over at AEW. so like yo hey. the grass is greener on the it's other like, side right now the, the, it, like there is zero chance to, that i would ever accept anybody saying that the industry isn't better right now than it was in 2018. like th there's Everybody's there's billion got, dollar deals dude there's money like, and people are got they've got leverage mm -hmm. like it's a great time to be a professional wrestler on any side of the coin because See what now doing. You we're know, about to talk about roman roman i mean this is this is what you would see in any other sport though of people using leverage and negotiating contracts like yeah. that wasn't a thing three years ago because there was nowhere else to go exactly mm -hmm. you can't what you're going to negotiate hey impact wants me okay have fun over there bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Impact. You know I'm Impact never. I've said all the awful things about you. <laughs> Impact catching all them straight. Impact wrestling, dude. They're the best. <laughs> uh, the show uh, on Thursday was actually fun. They did the gauntlet for the gold. They had a bunch of people. Um, Impact's doing a lot of fun. No, Queen, just... Queen of the Mountain is coming. Come on, yeah, man. bro. Come on. They got a bunch of first ever Queen of the Mountain. Impact's gonna be Impact smoking right now, man. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. uh, Slammiversary can be good. I don't know how yeah. I feel about that main event they announced, but you know, hey. It's like, you know, you, know, you got to take the good with the bad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Perry says Jade and the baddies biggest thing in wrestling. Best thing. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if I would say biggest, but I, you know, I appreciate the work. <laughs> I, mean, I am I such a fan it. of the baddies right now. Uh, I, it's just Lord's work they're doing over there. Thank man. you. Come on, man. Thank you. Nah, I am a big fan work. of the baddies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, the facts are the facts. <laughs> Listen, man, Jade, uh, Jade's getting that done. Jade is man. looking. Uh, how do you like look better every week? I don't get like. It's not even just that. It's just her coming and going, man, cameraman. You know what to do, man. Yeah, Over there to my baddies. I'm like, yo, you she know is. What time she's it is. she's uh, people. And honestly, she, look, I know people want to see them break away from Mark Sterling. I disagree. Mm. I think that, like, especially Mark Sterling being in the neck brace <laughs> this mm -hmm. week, and they're like, I've been like, care. yo, what happened to you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man. By the way, I, that Tony Nese thing they did this week was one of the best things AEW. Oh, I've I ever love done. that Tony Nese shit. That, that was, was amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was completely surprised by it. I and loved it. Man, there's. We are rarely surprised as wrestling fans, and I thought this was a great surprise in a good way because mm -hmm. I was like, "Wait, they squashed Danhausen? Right? And Danhausen is Teflon right now. Squash yeah, no, hurt. but Will talked about it on Day After Dynamite. Danhausen got the "I'm about to squash this guy" entrance. Tony Nice is in the ring yeah. waiting. You're like, "Damn, how are they gonna do Tony Nice like that?" And they just completely totally subverted it. <laughs> and, and I think I, they did more for Tony Nice than anything. I think they that now yep. Tony Nice suddenly looked like, uh, because. You're paying more attention now to the idea that wait, wait, he the guy who was already in the ring won. Mm -hmm. What? And so, no, yeah, that was, hey, I thought it was great. Uh, and then yeah, for yeah. Danhausen's character, like it just that was great, uh, great idea. Come on, man, stop yeah. sleeping on Tony knees, really man. Great. Get in this ring and get these Tony knees, bro, all in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Tony knees to your brain. Ronan Mike Clips says the MJF situation kind of reminds me of Sean O'Malley or Malley and Patty Pimblett in the UFC Those are some um, names. both guys are young already signed but are looking for a larger contract because they think they're worth more yeah and when the internet is telling you like if everybody on social media is saying you are worth more than this like of course you're gonna yeah, be like course. yeah I am I am yeah look at no, everybody er saying it everybody believes they're on hype at some point yeah yeah 
uh, Dream Ninja seventy seven says late to the show, but can we get white pants suit Yakuza boss murder Sheeta from this? Um, <laughs> I would and, love it. Uh, somebody. Uh, or someday, my fave Sasha versus Sheeta. I'm still trying to see Sasha and Miko over there. Like, yo, man, I need to book that before something happens. Man, I don't know. All right, the the best thing that I thought could have come out of this is if um, Sheeta went radio silent after this, and we didn't mm-hmm. hear from her again until June, and then she just showed up, white suited up, with two more Japanese wrestlers and challenged the baddies at Forbidden Door. That would have been awesome. Still can like do it. that, by the way. Feel I free like to steal what Phil's looking over here. That sounds great. Yeah, somebody write that down. <laughs> uh, Derek Gordon says Britt was in the same situation. She came in uh, likely on a smaller deal, and when she got bigger, she signed a new deal. Scorpio Sky as well. Um, yeah, she uh, Britt came in on a shorter deal, so mm-hmm. her uh, option year was last year, and so she signed a bigger deal last year and uh, signed for longer and bigger money. Yep. Uh, so that's where we are with her. Uh, Monique says, do you think this affects his booking in the future? Like a title run? I think Ooh. he's being a brat about it by making his deal that he has two years left. So public. And I want to say, I don't, I don't think so, but I, you know, I mean, he's, he's a petty. really good, he's a student of the game and he's really smart about that kind of stuff. Like he yeah. also knows that it gets heat. So right. it, it, it's like, it's, it, I know people are like, uh, is this a work? Uh, because you know MJF, and it's like it's not a work that he feels this way. Um, because but he's like, put some extra on. Like, we, we, like we have very much heard from like people very close to him that that this is the that this is what's going on with him. I don't think any of that's a work. But is he going to work people with it? Absolutely. Right. Uh, does he know that saying I want to go to WWE is a good way to get people to boo? Yes. So he is. It, it, it works two ways. Um, like and he's been on the twenty twenty four shit. Like that's a part of his little thing now, saying yeah. like in twenty twenty four it's going to be lit. So, right. yeah, no, and I mean this is a hey, if he is a student of punk, it's a smart way to do it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jobbermania says thought about this when they announced next week's dynamite lineup. If Cesaro is the Joker, him versus Phoenix is a match that can. Act Boy, out. don't be saying these matches out loud. I'm a cry. That sounds crazy. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be, yeah, 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 yes, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean are you kidding me? That is the Claudio specialty is uh, Max. That, yes. that's why him and Chikara was such a, oh uh, my God. I want to see thing. what he could do with the damn handcuffs off. The handcuffs have been on for so long, man. Uh, and uh, Van Twinblade says the work is that it's a six out of 10 instead of an 11 out of 10. Uh, and we got uh, Humper Chats. Let's see, got a couple. Um, this one from Joseph Snurk says, uh, Reg, I think Sonata would disagree with Osprey being a perfect wrestler. I will fight you saying Sonata's <laughs> a perfect wrestler. Get out of here. I mean, Sonata's dope, I mean, but come on. Come on. Come on. Relax. Sonata. Come on, man. Why, Ayata? Come on, man. Sonata's not better than Okada, bro. Come on, Come on man. He's not. No, no way. Uh, Shout out to this uh, Best of the Super Juniors. That's about to start, too, and that's going to be super fire. About to watch that. So, we also got questions about Roman's schedule. Dun-na. We still got a whole Dun-na. bunch of questions. We got a whole bunch of questions. So, Roman, so, as far as what's being advertised, uh, there's a... 
uh, lack of Roman on a lot of upcoming events that he's not advertised for Hell in a Cell. Um, he's not being advertised for a whole lot of uh, Raw or SmackDown events. And house shows, TV, not being advertised. Word going around right now is that he's not going to be defending the WWE Championship until Money in the Bank, uh, which is a, a stadium show. In um, July. In July. <laughs> What? what man so of course i think this is hilarious if i can go back into my rollins agenda rollins complaint with brock was that he's never there and he's better than brock because he's here and he's doing all of the matches we can that and we want to see mm-hmm. and hey you can go back to the same argument right now that rollins is is doing all of the stuff that is the marquee stuff he's doing all the stuff with cody if i had to guess they're gonna have a big match at hell in a cell it's not gonna be roman so what are we doing? You put both titles on this guy. Bro, what? what are we doing? What was the yeah. point of putting both titles on him if he's not going to work and add prestige to both of those titles? He's just kind of handcuffed him. They, like, booked themselves into a stupid corner. Like, no one, you didn't have to do this. I don't understand why you put the belts on Roman when you didn't, you had zero idea what you were going to do on the other side. And when you're going to let Roman, like, have a relaxed schedule like this. And, and look, hey, if he just oh. wants a relaxed schedule, hey, I'm That's not, more I'm not sweating. Yeah, he earned it. I'm not sweating that. Like, yeah. he, he's earned that at that point. And more wrestlers should be able to take time off when they're ready. Right. But. This is why you should have never put both titles on him because okay. at least at least when Brock was gone, you had another title on TV. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is worse than the Brock stuff because now you could potentially have both of your titles off TV and your mid-card titles mean nothing at the moment. The prestige on Raw with no championship these last since WrestleMania. It just feels has like, like they I mean and really it's been since like January. Since January uh, mostly. Yeah. Um pretty much since they took the belt off of Big E, it's felt like Brock has been Brock was more involved with SmackDown than with Raw as WWE champion. Um like they did a little bit with Bobby, but then after that it was like, nah, Brock's a SmackDown guy. Uh I in the brand split, like just do it. Um <laughs> I got, you know no, you know what though? I was thinking about it and why why the, uh, the some of the benefits of not having the brand split. Um, I thought about this the other day. Think about The Rock. My friend Colin, Colin Harris, he mentioned a, 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 an amazing point to me that was just mind-blowing. He said, AJ Styles has been in WWE longer than Rock's entire full-time wrestling career. Which really? is an insane stat to think about. That sounds AJ crazy. AJ full-time wrestling career was 96 to 02, six years. Crazy. AJ debuted 2016. It's 2022. He's been around longer. It doesn't feel like it, though, right? It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like that at all. But a big reason why Rock's WWE career felt as long as it did was because he was working TV twice a week. Uh, And so that's why a lot of those guys, Kurt Angle's initial run was only 99 to 06. We're talking uh, seven years, right? But for three of those years that Kurt was around, we saw Kurt twice a week. So we got the equivalent at that time of what a modern day six years is in three years. Rocks, because it wasn't like they're running the same stuff on Raw and SmackDown. It was like, no, it was just continuous programming each week. And so with The Rock, for example, Rock from 99 till 2002 was somebody we saw two times a week. 
in three wow. years, we got six years worth of programming. Right. And the thing about what I liked about that time period, especially um, from 99 till 02, was that feuds moved faster mm-hmm. because a six or because a four week build back then was the equivalent of a modern day eight week build. So right. it was like, okay, we got it. You're doing equivalent. two angles a week instead of one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we got we got in and out, right? It was like we. Uh, I remember Hunter and Benoit, right? They feuded for uh, going into No Mercy 2000. And it was like they feuded, and it was done after No Mercy 2000. They had a, maybe like two weeks afterward. But six weeks, we got 12 shows out of that, 13 mm-hmm. counting the pay-per-view. Like, we're done. This is it. <laughs> There's nothing else to do here. And so uh, I just recognize, one, how much slower programming moves right now. Now, I get it. It requires creative to be faster uh, right. with stuff like that. But also... Um, there, you didn't have to, when you have that big of a roster and you didn't have to worry about, uh, I I don't know. I think about SmackDown came along in 99 and right at the end of 99, Austin got hurt. And I think if they had been a one program show, they would have been screwed, right? Because it's like, oh my God, we don't have Austin anymore. And, but it's like. Nah, we actually have this big roster across two shows, and we can just continually showcase these guys. We can move, 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 move. And by the time Austin came back, it was a completely different program because right. they had moved on so. I much. wasn't even mad about it. Like they they replaced, they had enough to replace that one guy. Like they right. used ten guys to replace the one guy. And they cycled through it though so fast, <laughs> right. right? That like at the beginning of the year, it was Hunter and Foley feuding over the title. But then it was Hunter and Rock. But then it was Rock and Benoit. And then it was mm-hmm. Angle and Rock. And then it was Angle and this person. And it was like you could just move through the show right. consistently and move guys out. RVD and I say all was this, out there. I say all this to say that Roman right now is SmackDown. And you yeah. take away Roman from SmackDown, what do you have? Like nothing. 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 You've and, got whatever Ronda's doing. <laughs> right. And I just feel like they wouldn't necessarily be in this predicament with titles, with anything, if it were just a show that could consistently just move somebody else into the spot. Where it's like, okay, Roman's not here. Cool. Rollins is. Uh, oh, Rollins isn't here. Cool. AJ is. Uh, and it's you just you don't have that right now. And I just I don't really feel like there's a need for the brand split anymore. I don't. The programs aren't distinct enough anyway. So, they, so the my question set, to you, though, then. Just, it's the same set. It's the same style of writing. It's the same style of wrestling. Like you're not getting anything unique by having Raw separate from SmackDown. Right. So, so my question though, why wouldn't it be the same? Because he's got both titles. Even if, even if it was, even if there was no brand split and he had the title, and he's not on TV, you could slot somebody else in, but he's still the champion. Um, you can't just slot anybody else in if you don't have a championship to give them. Right. Right, like the the other issue is that Roman's the champion. Of Roman's the champ. That's the biggest thing. Is like he's down. Like, how do you? What are the stakes if there's no champion? Like, I, right? I think, I like, I agree with time off. What are we fighting guys. for? I I want to see more top guys just disappear for a little while because I mean, that yeah. does give guys a chance to come in. I think you know Austin being injured in 2000 was obviously unfortunate, and like you don't want to see anybody go out with a neck injury. But one of the benefits to that was that when Austin came back the amount of new talent he had to face was so great that it was like Kurt Angle 
emerged in the time Austin was gone, right? Because yep, yeah. Austin went out Survivor Series, right. Angle debuted that same Survivor Series. When Austin returned, here's a brand new main event guy that you've never seen him interact with. This is great. And it's like, I actually want to see that for guys. I wanted right. to see that for Brock. When Brock was gone, I would have loved to have seen, A, look who emerged in the time Brock was gone, and now mm-hmm. we're going to see Brock versus this person. Instead, they were just like, actually, he's going to face the same guy he's faced so for the last six years. So it's going to be Roman again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to face the same guy he's faced for the last six years. But I want to say that, because um, I, I think that should and could be a great thing. I want to see top guys take some time, disappear agreed for new top guys to emerge and then bring top guys back so that all of a sudden you have a new top guy for this uh, for the old top guy that's a great thing in pro wrestling yeah i just feel like they're not positioned to do it and that's unfortunate yeah that's the thing i enjoy about AEW at the moment is that they cycle people out and everybody is not on tv every week Mm -hmm. um and so it gives you time to miss them it gives people time to slide into that void and you know get some heat on themselves or become more popular um, and I feel like there's no real room to do that with WWE programming because they keep the same people on TV every week. Um, I want to see a little more consistency out of what AEW does um, from week to week. I because uh, I do think that their best run did have a lot of those guys just kind of go straight week to week to week, um, and that some of their best stuff today is is guys who are there week to week. Like Wardlow wouldn't necessarily be able to get over the way he is if there had to be pauses in what he's doing. Right. And so yeah. I do think that there should be more consistency because I know where that came from. It was, it was a booking change, right? Because in, uh, in the pandemic era stuff, um, they reached the point where they had to do that, where they had to cycle guys week to week because uh, you couldn't use the same guys because they were doing those dual tapings. And so you couldn't necessarily use the guys you used last week because uh, we literally just used them yesterday because they were taping on Thursdays. They were doing the Wednesday-Thursday tapings. And so that's just how the booking philosophy kind of became during the pandemic. But I honestly, out of AEW, I do want to see more week-to-week television and that if you're going to cycle people out, do it for a longer period of time, not just like every other week. Um, yeah. And so that's something I want to see go back them go back to. I don't know. That's me personally. Yeah, I, I feel like the larger problem, other than the brand, brand split thing, which I don't think the brand split is going anywhere because we keep hearing that Fox and USA want exclusivity to certain right. wrestlers. And so because of that, it's going to be hard to end the brand split. Right. But I think the bigger problem than the brand split is the fact that Roman as a heel has not benefited anyone. And I no. feel like nobody wants to say that, but it's the truth. Um, what, who was the last person that came out of the other side of a Roman feud and looked better? Um, the Usos? Um, everybody else he's worked is already established. Um, John, John Cena, um, um, Brian, uh, all of these other guys were built up and they were already established guys. They're all already WWE legends in some ways. Um, anybody else that he's worked like Cesaro, which... Rollins built him up, and then he came out of the other, other side of that field, and he looked worse. Um, everybody else he's worked came out of the other side of that field looking worse. Kevin Owens? Oh, way worse. Um, um, yeah, it, it, so, no, he has not benefited anybody as a heel champion because right. he just beats them, and then they just kind of dis- disappear in obscurity. Um, and I feel like that's the biggest problem with his run is that it doesn't feel like anybody gets built back up. It doesn't feel like anybody is moving forward, and that's also because... There are no real importance on mid-card titles, so nobody 
Nobody feels like they're being fast-tracked. There's no way in the world I believe right now that Ricochet is next in line. Ricochet's <laughs> still the Intercontinental champ? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so there's no way in the world I believe that right now. Um, and like a, a few years ago, you could see it when Rollins was Intercontinental champion. You could see he was the next guy up. Yep. Um, and there's nobody, there's nobody that's up there like that. Like, I feel like you can position somebody. You could easily, you know, heat up somebody like Rollins or heat up somebody that fans already like. But I'm telling you, the biggest issue here is that Roman just beats everybody and it doesn't matter after that. It just feels predictable. You know he's going to win. And then after that, the person he beats is just going to go away. So it just feels like none of it matters. And I've been saying that for a while, but now we get to a point where he's going to go away. And now what? Now you have nobody to fill in his void because he's just beating everybody. Because who's on the level of Roman who we didn't put up to his level? We made this. (laughs) This was the problem with having him beat Big E the way he did at Survivor Series as well. And it just so happens that, you know, E is injured and he's away. But still... That was a problem with you putting him over E. He was your champion. He was right. another guy that you could have kept pushing for it. And I'm telling you, that is the biggest issue with this Roman stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I, they just wanted to at WrestleMania. They just wanted to have the fucking marquee, the greatest match of all time for both titles. But they didn't really like they everything that they've done this year was to get to that, and we, it just didn't. We hit. we don't believe you. You need more people, fam. Straight up, you yeah. you uh you started that that whole. This is the biggest match. Everybody knew Roman was winning that match. Right. Like I I just never bought for a second that Brock Not was going to win that match. For one second and that Brock was winning. I I said a, a while ago in a space that, and I know people take the Rollins stuff away, but I, I said a while that Rollins is the best heel in the company because Rollins actually builds guys up, and he actually is a focused heel. Anybody else that comes out of the programs with him, they have a clear they have a clear position in the company of where they're going. And I mean, you could say that was Cesaro, and you can say it currently was Cody. Um, you don't get that with with Roman at all. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about Hell in a Cell, by the way, and how like bleak SmackDown feels. Are there any SmackDown matches that could be built for Hell in a Cell right now? Um, which. Bush. Because like on Raw, Cody versus uh, Rollins is headed for Hell in a Cell. I think you could even do Edge and AJ Styles inside Hell in a Cell. Ronda um, just got hurt. I mean, pro- Charlotte just got hurt. She can't be in there with Ronda. That's out. Yeah, I mean, she's out for her wedding, but um, yeah. uh, which is also the reason that Andrade is out. Hey, wait, uh, they're getting married. Uh-huh. Good for uh huh. Good for that. And that that was them. Uh, so the coffin match was writing out uh, Andrade. And so, oh, I see. Both of them um, are. She's not actually hurt, but it's a. Uh, you you uh, mean a you mean wrestling companies lie to us about people being injured? <laughs> what? what? What are you What are you telling me right now? I'm going to tweet and say, "Yo, I'm really out here. I'm just going to be at this wedding tomorrow, bro. I'm not going <laughs> to." Why would they lie to us? <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that. Uh, I mean, it helps that she was very much in on it. Uh, but yeah, they. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, thinking about Raw, like you can even because even in the women's title division, you can do Becky, Bianca, and Oscar mm-hmm. triple threat Hell in a yeah. Cell. You can do that. There's a lot you can do on the Raw side, but like SmackDown has nothing heated up enough to feel like it's Hell in a Cell. Because worthy. everything in that show is about Roman. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like mm-hmm. I, I know people are saying, well, you could do Usos versus RK Bro. RK Bro like, is not even a SmackDown tag but team. That's, <laughs> like, that's a, still a half yeah. SmackDown match. SmackDown mm-hmm. really doesn't have a lot uh, that 
could fill a hell in a cell. That's crazy uh, to think about the fact that there's like four possibilities for matches, but all of them involve people from Raw. Raw has been heated up this pretty much since WrestleMania. I think Cody really infused something into Raw that Raw didn't have before. And uh, except for they need to stop doing Street Profits and RK Bro matches. I'm like, every time I turn this show on after having seen it, I see the same match that I seen the last that's, time. That's the you know, I feel really bad for though. Man, I really feel bad for Angelo Dawkins. Like, I get it. I think that um, (laughs) I think Montez Ford is a world-class talent. And every single time the Street Profits have a great performance, people are like, man, Montez Ford, future WWE champion. And I feel like Angelo Dawkins over here like, man, I was in that match too. (laughs) Right. I was out here. Y'all see me? No, they don't. No, but I get it. He's he's, uh, one. He's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Uh, Chris Rain says, uh, the mention of Claudio without handcuffs just got me so excited. Uh, I might want to clean that up. Um, <laughs> Orion Ben 666 says, uh, WWE did this to themselves. Yep. They've devalued all the secondary belts to the point where fans are disinterested. They've, uh, they've kind of devalued the WWE championship as well. Oh, they need those belts to be important. Uh, who's the United States champion? Um, your boy, Austin oh, Theory. Theory, oh, that's A-Town right. down. Oh, God, Yes. Uh, we got Joseph Snurk said, you guys are misunderstanding me. Sonata would disagree with Osprey being perfect because Osprey uh, injured him. You're acting like being... Bret Hart. This is a Bret Hart critique. <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, hey, Bret Hart's biggest claim to fame was that he never injured anybody in a yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling yeah, yeah. has changed, though. They be beating but, but, each other's ass now. So. But, you know. <laughs> don't, let, don't mention that, that uh, Goldberg guy in front of him. Ooh, <laughs> Billy G. I mean, that's his whole point is that he says, what makes me the best is that I took care of my opponents. And so Goldberg's the worst because he didn't take care of me. Like, that is ultimate. It's like, mean, okay. All right. Bill Goldberg, uh, as he would always say. <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Smackdown championship title. Uh, Rousey kept killing me doing that last night. Smackdown championship title. She just kept saying it all in like, why like in one word. Why did she keep Ra- saying You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Talk, dude. Like she doesn't. We don't want to hear her talk. We never. When she was the dominant MMA person, no, she didn't talk. She said like three words. That wasn't. Well, and the the other thing too is that remember when the fans started to turn on her in 2018, 2019, and they were like, okay, let's just make her a heel, and it started to work for her. Mm -hmm. 
how are they missing that today? That like uh, she is not the smiling type. She's not like no. Yeah, she's, she's just not. not likeable. She's not likable. That's it. That's yeah. fine. And that's and okay. People the people that win a lot because she wins a lot. They're usually not. You're cocky. You're one of the best at your sport. Of course, you're not going to be likable. Yeah, I embrace yeah. it. Yeah, I think they've got to embrace it. Uh, but hey, that match last night was pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was... I was about to bring up the final topic. Go ahead. Yeah, now we move. Ooh. Ooh, Things this have was... taken a turn, I tell you. <laughs> this Coda, went crazy. Coda, Coda brewed a lot of tea uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> he Ooh. was putting a lot of... He was uh, in the kitchen wrist whipping with the stir fry, bro. I'm telling you. He, uh, oof, yeah, he was putting a lot of uh, uh, information out there at once. Um, it was hard to follow at, at one point because it felt like he was tweeting a lot and... Just off top, I kind of feel bad for him because it feels yeah. like he is uh, clearly depressed, if yes. I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, it, it's hard. And, I mean, he talked about this when he was injured at one point. It's hard to yeah. not be able to wrestle. And it's hard to, you know, go through rehab and not be able to work out and do other things as well. He's still doing with the shoulder thing. Right. And so I think like, that's part of it. Working out is therapy for these people. And when you can't do that, like, that yeah. takes yeah, it's a so lot. I, I feel like that's sense. part of it because he tweeted this morning. He was like, you know, the one thing I I wish is that my mother was still here, and I was just like, yeah, he's just he's just going through yeah, some stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think it kind of felt like on I think New Japan's end is they like they hear the stories, they hear how he talks, and they're just like, yo, you're a superhuman, you're a god, like you can do whatever, like just do it. And he's like, yo, like I'm hurt, I can't move, I'm depressed, I'm trying to do this. I see you guys are doing shows with AEW. That seems appealing. All these things seem appealing, and I, I can't be a part of it. And then you're telling me to fucking forget my injury or forget whatever problems I'm having and just go back out there. Like, it's a yeah. lot, man. Yeah, lot. So, Especially and, for and somebody just, like him who's so, like, you know, he's pro wrestling like a motherfucker. And, like, if you're not feeding that itch, it's going it, like, to... And the stuff depression. he tweeted, of course, uh, what was what sparked all of this this week because, you know, he had tweeted, I'll expose all the former uh, cheaters goon and the sexual harass- sexually harassing bosses from the company's president's lies to his unreasonable power harassment this time. Um, and get prepared for this, uh, that Tokyo Sports and uh, TV. Kota said, get your pens yeah. and pencils ready. So yeah. if, 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 if you guys top. don't know what he means by cheaters goon, there are apparently like three wrestlers in particular that he's saying not only will cheat you out of money, but they also cheat on their wives. He's ready to put them on blast. And I think, uh, I, I can't remember all three, but I know it was Taguchi, Taichi, and... <laughs> Cheater Goon. It, who was the... It was, it was three of them. But, no, he's he definitely... Put <laughs> and so he's getting a ton of... Man, you talk about burning bridges, bro. Um, Coach, and, so I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas. And so... Coda. And so what What actually started this, wasn't it that he was frustrated that they were trying to get him to come back too early from an injury? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're saying they were, New Japan was trying to say, like, you're superhuman, dude. Come back. We need you. And right, because he, like, he was supposed to come back for the New Japan Cup, and mm-hmm. he wasn't ready to come back. And then, right. yeah, it, it just seems like all of this is frustration. And then he shared those, um, <laughs> yeah, Taka, that's who, that's who the other one was, mm-hmm. Taka Michinoku. Um but then he shared all of those uh, text messages with uh, their talent relation guy, and 
that was bizarre as well, where the guy was basically like, you can just quit. And it's like, what? Wait yeah, a minute. It sounds like that Ring of Honor situation. And, and, and then the, all of this is also weird because didn't they announce at one point that he had a lifetime contract when he signed? Mm. I don't remember. I thought for sure they said a lifetime contract, which didn't sound right at the time because there is mm. no such thing as lifetime contracts no, in wrestling. Never. It's wrestling. No way, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, this whole thing is just really bizarre. It sounds like, and I've been trying to get uh, clarification on when his contract is actually up. I've heard some people say next year, but I haven't gotten confirmation on that. Um, yeah, this is all bizarre. If it's just him trying to get out of his contract and burn bridges, boy, this is a very messy way of going about it. Um and I've and, seen a lot of people saying, well, he could just sign with AEW, he could sign with WWE. Like, my understanding is that he has no desire to, like, live in the States. Yeah. Uh, also, no. uh, we're going to, I feel like I need a whole topic to dedicate to WWE Japanese wrestlers. And one day, uh, maybe next week, we'll do so. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting as far as uh, what the future holds for Kota Ibushi, especially in one of the most interesting times that NJPW has had in years. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, man. And it, it, it just keeps escalating as well, because then he, he tweeted that Yakuza tweet, and then Kenny got involved, because Kenny tweeted, you know, you know, Phoenix Flame will rise again. And I was like, I mean, he's clearly talked about Kota. <laughs> it's just a, it's a big mess man yeah Coda made um, the block hot but i mean he definitely made the block this hot. is a lot of years of frustration i'm sure this isn't brand new this isn't one thing that yeah, set him off you know if if you guys don't know his history in japan he stayed a freelancer for a long time oh, and there was a reason right, why he he didn't sign mm-hmm. um but yeah yeesh I hope he's, you know, I hope he gets better. I hope he, his mentals are good. I hope, I hope, you know, he gets some satisfaction out of everything he's done. He's an incredible talent. When I talked about Osprey, this guy's exactly the same. This guy's a perfect wrestler when the fucking bell rings. He does disgusting things sometimes. Sometimes it's too far. But he's an amazing wrestler, and I hope, you know, all this is resolved. I hope there isn't a bunch of wild shit still going on in New Japan. I just, this is just kind of an unfortunate situation. Yeah, and I mean... It should be said before we wrap this up that he does have valid points about New Japan's yeah, um, of treatment of him. It's just getting lost in all of the other stuff that he's put out there to burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hey, folks, this has been Grapsity for Saturday, May 14th, 2022. Thanks for being with us. This was a great episode. Thank you to everybody who was a super chatter. Thank you to everybody who gave us the Humper Chats. This was, I think, one of our best Humper Chat days. Oh, sweet. Um, and thank you for just being with us again on a Saturday. I love talking with Reg and Phil, and this is part of, but this is the best part of my weekend. So thank you for being here again for Philip Lindsay, for Righteous Reg. I'm Will Washington. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.